Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. March 21st, across from me, Mr. Anthony Stalter. What's up, boys? And, hey, King, sir. and King Scott to my left. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. How's everybody feeling? I'm so excited to try out for the Rizzuto show. This is my second time now. Oh, yeah. I'm fired <laughs> up. I know you guys uh, You guys had some openings, and I just mm-hmm. appreciate the, the opportunity to come back on and uh, you must have liked what you heard the first time. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You may have missed a show or two, an announcement or two, mm-hmm. but uh, it is lovely to have you back here. Anthony no, I appreciate Stalter. it. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thanks, Thanks for excited. coming in and excited helping out. On the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane, you yes. know, of course, Anthony Stalter, yep. uh, master and, and, and commander of, uh, of the Fast Lane. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the Rizzuto show is, is, is quite fun without Rizzuto. He is on... Uh, he's on a beach in Mexico somewhere. He's. Uh, let's see if we can check in with him. Yeah, no. Still, still just on the beach, just enjoying himself. Do you think the waves are just crashing into him now as he lies there? Yeah, I don't know if he's oh, been yeah. on a nude beach recently or not. He was talking about maybe trying one. We'll yeah, an all male nude beach. We'll see, but cool. it's been a and it's been a, a crazy couple of days. Yesterday was my birthday, Anthony. I, you know, I reached out to you. You and I were conversing because mm-hmm. I was going to be on the show again uh, on a tryout basis. I'm sure, <laughs> um, and I realized that it was your birthday because when I tuned in yesterday, I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't heard Mama Moon yet. And I didn't hear some of the other elements, but happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, Mama Moon, first time on the air. First, so first time. 
First time. First well, time on any radio show? First time on any radio show. Well, we have this. Oh, 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 <laughs> That gets played a lot. Oh, oh. So that's technically my mother's first time on uh, on any radio show. That was Are her. she working out? No, no, no. We put a VR on her. She's a huge, like, enthusiast of, uh, of roller coasters, right? Huge adrenaline junkie. And uh, we put that VR thing on her where she has to ride a roller coaster. And she's sitting on the couch just losing her mind. So that's where that comes from. <laughs> but it's so applicable to everything else. Uh, but that was her first time calling in. Scott surprised me. I had no idea. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea. I called Hollywood, and they're like, we have this celebrity. I was like, all right, yeah, we'll take her. Yeah. yeah. That well, sounds great. As I'm doing, I, you know, I got here at 2.30, Riz show time. the agency. I get here at 2.30 yesterday, and I'm, and I'm show prepping, and he comes strolling. He's like, hey. Nine o'clock, we have a mystery guest. And I was like, dude, come on, man. I'm handling enough he right now. He was so disappointed in me. <laughs> he did not like, want to do that. This is not the time to be booking mystery guests. No. What, what, I don't even get to prepare for it. I don't get to prepare for the interview. Were you nervous when you heard her? Well, uh, no, I was for actually her. Were you nervous, like, kind of for her? Oh, no. My mother's a star. She, she gets a little, um, I wouldn't say worried. <clears throat> you know what she was worried about? I talked to her afterwards. The only thing she was worried about was embarrassing me. Which is impossible. Oh, that's that's a perfect mother, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. She was like, like I, I was so worried about embarrassing you, son. And I was like, I'm on the radio four hours a day talking whatever, you know, it, natural reactions. I embarrass myself every single day. There's nothing you could do that would embarrass me further. When I when I called her, though, on Sunday to get it all lined up correctly, she made me very jealous because I was like, yeah, you know, it'd be right at, right at 9 o'clock. She's like, that means I have to get up. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's a good point. You're disturbing my She's slumber. Like, Can we do more like 9:30? I'm like, Scott. yeah. I'm like 9:30. No, let's do. We'll do nine. And and she's like, okay. Well, I'm just teasing you. I'll, I'll be up by then. <laughs> but my, I'm like, nope. I bet she's not. My parents are the most rigidly routine people. On so Earth. awesome. I mean, they are like comic book characters as far as you know, just yeah. like church going old lady, 79 year old lady. That's uh, you know, dinner's 5:15. Uh, we need to go. Sure. They they come. You get a little nervous. Yeah, they, yeah. When they come over to your house, they're like, "Okay, but we'll uh, we'll leave at six oh five. Yeah, they're they're rushing. They're rushing themselves out the door, and it's always like, "Where do you, you guys got to be? You got a meeting? No, no, nothing. No. I've got. They've got nothing planned for the next twenty five years. Nothing. Right. Except yeah. for hanging out. But they have to, see me. But is that how? But is that how it goes? I feel like when we get older, we do get into that. We have to. Okay, this is. If I'm out of my routine, it's gonna jack me up. Yeah, and, and Scott, I know you're not there yet, but Moon, you have several kids. I, I have three. And if you're not on that routine and you fall out of it, it's like the worst thing in the world. Like mm -hmm. you, you absolutely hate yourself. There's not, there's nothing that you like crush yourself more about than if you fall out of that routine. So I wonder if that's just ingrained and then finally get older, kids are out of the house and you're like, oh, you can do whatever you want, and you still just do that routine. Yeah, well, you're just kind of beaten down to that. What's that trick that uh, that mindset? You know where they they'll do experiments on somebody and they'll get them trained. Where then they Pab take away the yeah, Pavlov's dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I guess you kind of fall into that. I've slowly began began to uh, appreciate the value of the routine. Man, on tour, I mean, there's a routine there, but like not really. I only have to be two places. I got to be here at sound check mm, sometimes, and I got to be here at stage call. At this time. Yep. And, and I work bus and, call. Yeah, and then bus call, like just to make sure the bus doesn't leave you, which usually there's somebody in charge that's being paid by your band to make sure that you get back to the bus anyway. So you're right. kind of not even yeah. responsible for yeah, yourself You have a there. babysitter built yeah, in. Yeah, not, not that you're a child, but you're allowed to be a child. Sure. Uh, uh, almost. 
and uh, touring like that for for so many years, you know, like beyond a decade. And then you come home and, and you know, Hale Hubbard, I'm now in a corporate sort of <laughs> environment. It's just like so, so very different, which is yeah. why a lot of people don't adjust well to it. You know, I, I, so I work with a lot of former athletes. It's the same way. And they, they're, they're used to, here's, here's when you have to be at the ballpark. Here's, here's when you have to be at the ice rink. And everything's kind of laid out for them. And yeah. then they get into kind of a corporate setting. And... God, God love Dunk, my boy Dunk, who who passed away a couple of years ago. Everybody, you know, f- former Cardinal uh, outfielder Dave Duncan, his father. Him and I did the turn together for seven years or so. He had trouble opening e- emails. I think by by year seven, he's just like, I don't know what to do. And then he's like, <laughs> Come on. Uh, and then I found out Jamie, Jamie Rivers, who is on the show now. So it, it's a sim- it's a similar thing. Like the the time the time cardinal. Like what the hell's a time card? I don't have to worry about this. I just yeah. check the check the bank account. Yeah. It's in there. I got yeah, but- you know St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Cardinals. I'm good. But the the it is beyond any anything corporate time card time check all that stuff. They're like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And then I don't you know have what this is. I don't know what you're asking me to do. Holiday, who I think quickly got into retirement mode because uh, he had the opportunity to go work this summer and yeah, it's like I'm good. Yeah, I don't envy the. Is that uh, what he's doing? Is uh, was it just like I'm not ready to commit that much time? I think that's I think that's what it was with Matt. Okay. Yeah, Matt. Matt, we love. He's on. He's on our show every week during the baseball season. He's he's great. But you know, you're away from you're away from your family so much, and he is a he's a great family guy. Uh, somebody that obviously now his his one boy is he got drafted number yeah, one overall to the, yeah. Yeah, to, to the Orioles, which is insane. But apparently the the the. He's got another son that's coming up that is supposed to be even better, I guess. You know, you, you read the publications and whatever. But hmm. I think that he decided, if I can't commit fully to not only being on the road and every game, but coaches do even more. I mean, you're at the ballpark earlier. You're at the ballpark later. You're scouting, all that. That's a huge commitment. So I think yeah. Matt decided, I just, I, you know, I just kind of got out of this a couple of years ago. Why, why do I dive right back into yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't envy being the bosses around here having to deal with former musicians or or, or musicians and athletes in general. Because They're the worst, of, Because of our they? former schedules. Yeah, yeah we are definitely <laughs> definitely the worst. Uh, back to uh, yesterday, the, my, my birthday, that was the, be- the best birthday gift I've ever been given. Was, really? Was Mama Moon calling in That's and, awesome. and having the... Uh, uh, the the bravery to, to call in and be live on the Rizzuto show. Here's a little snippet of that in case you missed it. Well, Mama, I love you. Thank you for uh, thank you for calling in today on my on my birthday. This is a sure. quite quite the treat. Scott <laughs> said that he had a mystery guest, and I was like, dude, I, I don't want to handle this right now. I'm, I'm trying to find buttons right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, it wasn't Garth Brooks. I know that's what you would <laughs> say. Oh, better than Garth. Sorry. You're the only one better than Garth. Yeah. Oh boy. Aww. Well, thank you, yeah, Mom. Uh, I, I love okay. you, and uh, I expect. I love you too, sweetheart. Thank you for the gift over the weekend, and I expect even oh. more money and even more gifts. <laughs> Love you, miss you, bye. Love you, miss you, bye. Thanks, Ma. Thanks for calling in. That's cool. And she is so funny. I'm always talking about how she's such a character. She's such a unique woman, such a unique person. And uh, man, she could have a show by herself. And anybody that meets her, like it's 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 an immediate impression. Everybody has a a very big impression of my mother, one way or the a hundred different ways. But she is super unique. And I don't know if you picked up on that call, something that an emailer picked up. Here's an email that came over yesterday morning, y'all. I was thinking about what Moon and his mama said on the phone before hanging up. You guys said, love you, miss you, bye. 
And it made me smile because me and my mom always say, see ya, love you, bye. But I've never heard anyone else say something similar. Is there anything else any of you have that you say with certain family members or friends along the same lines? Love the show. Three out of five stars. Uh, thank you for the email. And just to, before I ask you guys the same question, just to give a little history of the love you, miss you, bye, my 22-year-old daughter, uh, bless her heart, when she was like, I don't know, four or five years old, when she was young, you know, anytime she was on the phone with grandma mm -hmm. or, or papa or anybody, really, she would always seem like in a hurry to get off the phone and it would always be, well, love you, miss you, bye, and then hang up. And it was so funny to our family, the, the love you, miss you, bye. That, you know, Kaylee was constantly doing the love you, miss you, bye, love you, miss you, bye. So it just became this routine that my mother started doing with, with the family members that were kind of in on, in on the fun sure. of what my daughter was, was doing. So that's been the, well, probably 18, 19 year tradition there of yeah, uh, love awesome. you, miss you, bye, which that's is cool. just, just a fun family sort of term of endearment. You guys have anything like that with your families? Jamie Rivers and I, uh, after <laughs> after each show, we we go with the man hug. After and, the show uh, or after yeah. you, Joe? Uh, no, just to, it, well, really, anytime it it you know it seems striking to us, you know, just uh, we're in the moment, so we'll hug uh, five to seven minutes, tell each other what we appreciate about ourselves, and then we usually go on after that. But Jamie and I, we're very uh, we're very close that way. So Jamie so Rivers, sweet, yeah. <laughs> I thought that might be a good, piano good time. yeah. It's, this, uh, can you play this when we hug? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. As the lights dim and there's just the yeah. spotlight on I'm you getting choked. I'm getting choked up yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> no, my so my daughter Madeline is six, and I don't know why I started this when she was she was a baby because she couldn't she couldn't respond, but now she does. Uh, but I I always I always say to her every night I say. I say, who does who does Daddy love? And then she repeats, Maddie. And I say, who does Maddie love? And she says, Daddy. And I say, that's right. I said, I love you. And then I, you know, give her a kiss goodnight. So I do that every single night. Or, if, you know, she's going over to her grandmother's house or something like that where I'm not going to see her, then then we'll do it. We've got a whole handshake and everything, but that's what we do. Who does, who does Maddie love? Daddy, who does Daddy love? Maddie. That's all. That's you got a handshake, cool. like, like yeah, uh, yeah. We do the whole like thing. Like a coach and a player. She, I love it. <laughs> I kept it simple. A sports radio guy with a handshake yeah. with his children. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, how cliched, right? But I, I kept it simple at the start. She has added on to it, so now it's it's basically like a three minute thing that I've got to make sure that I've got down because she'll let awesome. she'll let me know too. She's like, listen, Dad, that was okay, but you got to practice a little bit. You, <laughs> you you missed you missed the uh, the fist pump there. But that's, that, that was that's the only kind of routine thing. That's great. That sounds like something that you can every birthday you add another piece to the handshake. Oh boy, I'll be like eighty four, ten minutes, <laughs> ten minute handshake at that point. Oh, Maddie's here. Let Dad and Maddie do their routines. It's going yeah. to take a while before you can say hello. You got any sort of uh, terms uh, of endearment, special sort of routines with your with your family? Yeah, we do the Hollywood end of the phone call. You know where you just uh, oh, you don't you don't say everyone bye. just hangs up. You know, no one ever says bye. No, uh, we actually, it's just basically, love you, bye. Uh, yeah. There's nothing fancy. That's it, huh? Yeah, we're a pretty classy group. There you go. You keep it You keep it simple. Yeah. We used to, to uh, in at, the King family. at bedtime, what one of our one of our routines with, with the younger kids, or one of my routines with, with the younger kids, uh, and with the older kids, it worked so well with them, is um, I would whistle the Don't Worry, Be Happy song and okay. then have them respond. I would do the thing and then they'd say, Don't worry. Be happy. So I, I wanted them to say the words, don't worry, be happy, just to kind of like lighten the mood. Sure. 
you know, just take off sort of stress and go to bed with don't worry, be happy in your in your head. So it's been a couple of years, but I bet you if they're strolling in Target and they hear that someday, it's really going to like yeah. flood some some lovely toddler memories back. Boy, Moon, how, how narcissistic are we? We are like forcing our kids to do something at night before they go to bed. This just <laughs> struck me. I thought it was nice and sweet, but now that I, now, when you said it, I'm like, wow, we are demanding that they do something before they before they go to sleep. Yeah, you're right. Awful parents we are. Yep. Awful parents. Chores, man. I've, I have failed them in other ways, so I guess this isn't the worst. Well, speaking of Mama Moon and our and our parents, you know, she walks. Yesterday on the phone call, not not on the part that we just played, she talked about getting locked into Kohl's. She has a daily routine where she walks laps in Kohl's. It used to be uh, at the plaza before they shut it down. Yeah. She would do laps, you know, when you when you see older gals, older guys in there with their, their walking yeah, shoes. Yeah, mall walking. Yeah, mall walking. So she does that in Kohl's. She knows everybody. Uh, they're great to her. She got locked in there one time, but she gets tons and tons of steps in there. I remember back in 2019 when we were striving to get 10,000 steps per day, you know, making sure our watches yeah. were telling us how yeah, many we were doing. Then the pandemic happened, and uh, your steps per day dropped to like 12. Oops. At least mine did. Uh, well, we're back out there again, but according to a new study, we are not walking quite as much as before. On average, we're taking 600 fewer steps per day than before the pandemic began. Dang. And it's younger people, too. Uh, younger people between uh, 18 and 30, their step counts uh, were mostly impacted. The most impacted 600 steps may not seem like a big deal, but over time, a more sedentary lifestyle can raise the risk of cardiovascular disease and obesity. Uh, and exercise makes you happy. So where are we on the happy scale? And I should have mentioned this yesterday. This should have been something for International Happiness Day, which was yesterday, March 20th. Oh, on your birthday. First day of spring, International Happiness that Day. Makes sense. And I missed this. You probably wouldn't believe this with all the chaos that has happened in America over the past few years, but we are pretty happy in our lives, relatively speaking. But we like to be number one, and we are certainly not number one. Every year, Gallup puts out a World Happiness Report, which ranks how people in uh, more than 130 countries evaluate the quality of their lives to find the world's happiest countries. And for the sixth year in a row, Finland's number one. Finland, number one. Denmark, number two. Iceland, number three. So everything up where so you... So they're being honest. <laughs> I, figured, I thought it was going to be like, you know, North Korea is the most happy place in the world. Well... They're probably you better vote too. that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are your guesses for the rest of the top ten? Oh wow, that's uh, Australia. Nope, not a, uh, New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand, uh, not uh, yes, uh, yes. New Zealand is in top ten. Yeah. Chile, no. Israel, the Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Switzerland, oh, all Lux Luxembourg, all in the top ten. So yeah, by Canada. Nope. Canada's not too far behind, though. Uh, five Nordic countries in the top seven, if you're really putting that together. Mm. The U.S. Wow. is where? Out of 137 countries, where do we fall? 75. 34. No, much better, much better, okay, much better. Okay, good, good, good. 13. Uh, 15. 15. Ooh. 15 out of 137. Not bad at all. We are just below Canada and Ireland. Yes, we are below Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and we are just ahead of Germany and Belgium. As far as the least satisfied with uh, with their lives, any guesses there? North Korea. Uh, uh, no, I'm not sure Scott, they were polled. Again, you're you, you can't say that. Oh, really? You'll be yeah, you'll be talked to at some point. Okay, good. The least, I like getting the talked least to. happy. Hmm. Least happy. 
Um, I will say then it's got to be maybe where there currently currently is a war going on. We are Ukraine. Dealing, we are dealing with Afghanistan, Lebanon, Sierra Leone. Those are the three least happy. Then we have Zimbabwe, Congo, Botswana, Malawi, Comoros, Tanzania, Zambia, Madagascar, and India. All rounding out the bottom. How, India. How did they? Wow. How did they measure this? Yeah, I was going to say, some of those they places were, they listed. There's a whole bunch of met- metrics, but they were surveying people on their quality of life as as how they see it. Like, I, that's that's weird to me. Like, would you go to Afghanistan and, like, you you tour? Like, how happy are you right now? Pretty happy. I don't know. I don't know. If yeah. Did you send, really, like, an e- uh, how? C- cold calling and emails? Right. I'm not really sure yeah. how they did Or you it. just guess. <laughs> like, uh, you know what? They can't be too it's happy. It's got to be. I wonder if they, if, was there any metrics like the... the you know, median income and all that kind of stuff. Is I that what they're? See, I didn't see any of that. Because I'm. We need King Scott and I need answers. Yeah. I because I think a place with poppy fields like Afghanistan, it's going to be a pretty happy. You feel happy free world. to dig into those details and you let yeah. me know. You let me know. How Scott, about some, do some research? How about okay. some random facts for this Tuesday, March? 24th? I love Let's do slacks. It. Oh, facts. The ginkgo is the oldest surviving tree species, having remained on the planet for 200 million years, even before the dinosaurs. Trees are older than the dinosaurs. The NBA All-Star Game this year had a final score of, do you remember? 134 to 128. It was uh, 184 to 175. Take the over. The last uh, last time a team scored under 100 points in the All-Star Game was 1973. In most Spanish-speaking countries and Greece, Friday the 13th isn't considered an unlucky day. Tuesday the 13th is. So they must have had a totally hmm. different movie franchise. Oh, yeah, I guess okay. so. In Italy, Friday the 17th is the unlucky day. Makes sense. Uh, the movie Frozen is based on Han Christian Andersen's story, The Snow Queen, and Disney had actually been trying to adapt it into a movie on and off since the 1930s. So... I, that that begs that, that sort of calls into question the whole theory about the Walt Disney head. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, the Frozen. There's uh, a theory. If you out search there. on Google. There's a theory out there that Disney made the Frozen movie. Okay. Because they wanted when people Googled Disney Frozen to not be looking up the myth uh, that Disney had his head frozen. I mean, that would be a pretty. Good way to keep the feet moving. It's pretty brilliant. If you're Disney. Yeah, and, they, and they think of everything, so that <laughs> it honestly wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, that, that myth has legs. It really, or that theory has, yeah. has legs. Uh, but, well, this, but this then would shoot that down. Yeah, but maybe, maybe that was put Well, no, I mean, if they've been searching for this for a long time, trying to find that Frozen thing, this kind of... That's true. That's true. It's still, it would still direct. But you would think that they would come out with the movie a lot sooner than that, though. If yeah. that was the case. If you wanted to stop yeah. people from searching... Walt yeah. Disney's frozen head. I don't know. Here's another sports one for the sports pro. a nice pro. ring to it, but yeah. still disgusting. The first two Super Bowls weren't officially called the Super Bowl. Their official name was the... AFL-NFL Championship? That's right. AFL-NFL World Championship game, but fans called the game the Super Bowl. So by the third one, that name had become official. I didn't realize that was a almost like a fan-generated sort of term. That's neato. Yeah, so they, they, had, they had two separate leagues, and then they combined, I think, in Super Bowl three. When Joe Namath, you were telling me this earlier, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Namath did the the one down yeah. the field, beat the Colts. Then it became the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want this to turn in like Thanks. you're you're our guest here to hang out and and have fun, and I appreciate you being here. I don't want it to turn into an interview kind of thing, but that made me think like you know you're doing you're doing sports radio yep. every single day. And now Michelle Smallman, 
uh, you know, who's who's still affiliated with 101 ESPN, and she's over in New York doing all the ESPN stuff. Yeah. Uh, she and I have a podcast, a soccer one-on-one podcast. So now I'm doing a little bit of sports radio. Nothing compared to what you guys are doing. You guys sound great, by the way. Oh, I enjoy it. Thanks, man. I'm not. I, so I admittedly, I don't. I didn't. I didn't grow up playing soccer. Right. I didn't. Like, like you were saying before the show, and I've heard you say this before. How how much you, like you'll get up on a Saturday and you'll watch all the EPL action. Now you're watching every all the the ML, MLS action. Yeah. That, for me, that's like kind of football and baseball. While I'll watch every game. But w- soccer, I just I, I never got into. I didn't play it. I didn't understand it. So when City was born, it was like okay, now now I have to di- now I really have to dive into it. So I've listened to your guys' podcast. Oh, to, thanks, man. Yeah, get a get a better scope of things. Thank you. Well, speaking of scope of things, um, I, I've I've loved what we've, we've been doing, but we're doing short form, you know, fifteen to forty five minute sort of podcast where we're talking about the excitement of the games, uh, throwing word of the week in there, and all that, and but. Man, I have such a ridiculous respect for you guys, full-time sports broadcasters, especially ones that are doing morning shows and afternoon shows, filling two to four hours of, of talk and stats and, and all the excitement about this prospect and, and, you know, these results and these predictions and all that. I have such an immense respect for you, and I don't want to sound insulting here. <laughs> is this a crap sandwich? Is oh, this good? No, no, it's not. So far, this was, this was kind of nice. That I, was nice. I, I mean it to be nice Appreciate because it. it seems like your gig— is the most Groundhog Day job of all time. I, I, you know, again, the rock and roll spontaneity that I lived and all that, you know, every day was different. Uh, it, it, it was, I lived a Groundhog Day s- sort of scenario. But at the same time, like, I'm always looking for adventure and change and different things. And, yeah. And one of the things that's so amazing about being on the Rizzuto Show and, and what we do is every day is a new day. Every day is new new news, new things happening locally, new things happening uh, nationally. And that can feel a little Groundhog Day as well. But, um, you know, we're, we're trying to keep things fresh. And, uh, you know, 2023 is a totally different year than 2018. So, of course, the show is going to sound a little different because we're reflecting a different planet. Right. But in sports, I feel like every single year you guys are kind of having the same kind of conversations with different names, different numbers, and and different numbers on the back. Does it feel like that, or do you guys just have such a ridiculous passion that you're just in it, you're living it? Sure. Well, first of all, I, pre- I appreciate the, the compliment. It's interesting. It, one, we, we we all love our jobs. I mean, we I'm very, I'm very grateful to to be in sports radio. It's kind of what I what I always wanted to do. I... Well, I thought I was going to be the quarterback somewhere of of uh, National Football League team. Still a chance. I, apparently, you have to have talents. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that when I, you know, filled out the wish list to Santa. Apparently, he he doesn't accept that stuff either. It's like I don't do job stuff. Uh, so I, I always wanted to. I I always played sports. I always thought, ah, oh, I'm not being an athlete. That's going to be easy. Nope. Nope. Not not uh, not so much. So I I wanted to get into sports in some way, whether that was TV or radio. So I. I'm incredibly grateful for the job. I will say this, though. One thing I didn't expect when I started, and it, it happened gradually over time, you start to look at it, you start to look at sports less in the fans' eyes, which I hate because that that is one thing that initially, drew, you know, kind of drew me to sports radio. Yeah, the curtain's been pulled back. The, you know the curtain's all. been pulled back. You're seeing how everything is made. You're talking about it so much that... Now, when I watch a game, I'm really looking for things to talk about, angles, yeah. things that are going to be interesting, interesting conversations, as opposed to I'm going to root for this team. So when people say, "Well, are you a Card- are you a Cardinals fan?" I hope the Cardinals win every game. 
Our listeners love the Cardinals. We, we you know, start to meet the players and start to understand their lives and things like that. So I, I enjoy it. But to say that I sit down and, and root for the Cardinals or root for the Blues, it's a little misleading in that way. I'm looking for storylines. I'm looking for angles. And the Groundhog Day thing is spot on. I mean, it, you're kind of having a conversation I've, I've had a similar conversation about the Cardinals for 10 years now. It's just different players. It's different. But John Mosellock runs the team a certain way. So you kind of understand what, what he's doing. And, you know, to it's kind of like, Moon, I, I would guess, being up on stage and you guys have a new album out and everybody wants to hear your singles. Yeah. They want to hear the most popular stuff. Right. So as a band, you have to appreciate that because your fans yeah. are the ones. Okay that they, they bought the ticket, they want to support you, they love what you do, but they probably heard your single or singles. So they're there, they want to hear their favorite song, they have that, that's, that's their connection. You guys pro- have probably played your, you know, whatever, whatever single it is that you first came out with, you played at every show. Right. So you're probably, it's, it's almost, you know, it's almost muscle memory at that point. When you get up on stage, you want to try the new stuff. It's creative. It's so it's kind of like that in in our show for four hours. Somebody wants to hear. Somebody's tuning in. Maybe for the first time they want to hear about Jordan Walker, the mm-hmm. stu- the stud in spring training. They want to hear about uh, Nolan Arenado. They want to hear about uh, especially trades like when when Ryan O'Reilly or Vladimir Tarasenko could get traded. I mean, you got to play the hits. You have to you have to do, but it's 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 the same conversation. Right, right, right. Yeah, the the fun part is finding the new angle. Man, I that's really, the challenge. I really appreciate you putting it in my language too, because I did I did know band members, and I knew plenty of bands that hated playing the old stuff because they had played it so many times. But sure. for somebody like me, I just love playing music. So right. I don't care if it's the old stuff or if it's something I wrote yesterday. If 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 I like the song enough to write and release it, I like playing it. Yeah. I I want to play it. Um, I just love playing music. So yeah, associating my passion for that, it never gets old to me. Sure. It, it never I, look look at me. I'm on stage playing music and and I get to create music and make sounds. That's the coolest thing on earth for me. That's that's my passion. That's why right. I got into rock and roll. I didn't know there was money to be made. I didn't know I could support my family. I didn't know I could tour the planet. I didn't know gold records of this. I didn't know any of that stuff and I didn't think about it. Right. I, I got into it because I loved hearing music be made. And, and be a part of that. So, yeah, well, well, well done over there. I mean, honestly, because oh, well, you. you really can hear the, 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 the characters and the stalters and you can hear the passion that you guys have for it. Yeah. So I appreciate you sort of associating that with something I'm familiar yeah, with. Yeah, and, and, and well, so to, you, sometimes you just kind of forget that, you know, I, when I first got into radio and maybe it was for you guys, the same thing for you guys too. And I actually got it coming, coming on today, which was, which is great. The first time the mic goes on, like there is this radio, radio is kind of a drug that way where the mic goes on. You're like, okay, now it's time. Now it's time to perform. Yeah. And there's a little bit, there's a little bit of that buzz. And I remember when I first got into radio, it was always there. And you almost have to slow yourself down because you're so excited when, when you're doing it, you kind of, you kind of know, all right, we're going to talk about Cardinals here. We're going to talk blues here. And I love it. That passion is still there. When we when there's a, a different story that we can attack, you know, like March Madness comes around and it's a different angle. Yeah, that 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 can be exciting. But we also know oh, people are here for their St. Louis sports, so we don't want to go too far 
down down that path without swinging back to playing the hits. Speaking of uh, of of passion, have you guys seen all this stuff? I don't know if there's like rest. I guess there's state championships for wrestling and, and different things going on. There has have been so many viral wrestling videos going around. First, a couple weeks ago, there was a gal, a mom of a wrestler. Uh, high school boy, I believe, and she was so into it. She's like body checking everybody around her every time her her boy slams the other boy. You know, she's kind of like just very visceral and physical over in the stands. And have you seen the latest one that happened this last no. this last couple of days? There's a major upset in college wrestling last Friday when Purdue's Matt Ramos beat Iowa's Spencer Lee in the NCAA semifinal. You got to you got to look this up, Scott. Put it up on the uh, up on the board. Spencer was a three-time national champ, total stud. This guy rules. Nobody took it worse than Spencer's mom, Kathy. Kathy was so upset, she took off her glasses, twisted them into pieces, bits and pieces, body slammed those. Here's the call at the end of the match. This was amazing. Purdue has knocked off one of the greatest college wrestlers of all time. Spencer Lee's mom, Kathy, an alternate for the U.S. Olympic judo team, and her glasses did not survive that match. Oh, that's unfortunate to see. So, so she, he got the wrestling from his mom? So she's a total athlete. He's a total athlete, total stud. He was, like I said, a three-time like three, yeah, three national champion. Here she is. Anthony, there's, oh, she's making the face. She's screaming. She's grabbing the person next to her. There go the glasses. I mean, she destroys these things and then throws them down. Wow, she ripped them up like paper. Oh, what dude. the heck? Gone. You well, know, that, that, that right there, though, isn't that, isn't that apparent? Like, you want it so bad for, right. for your child. You want this so bad because they, they worked hard at it. You've watched it. Yeah. You know they want it so bad. You want it so bad. And then... They they don't they don't get it and there's just that that emotional but I can respect that yeah. yeah she she took she took those glasses ripped them up like it was a parking ticket is uh, is your daughter in sports yet she she yeah she's try, we're kind of in that phase where it's like all right see if you like it uh, she did soccer she did basketball she did she's doing like dancing nothing is really she hasn't found her passion yet. right right yeah but one she of, she's playing one of my girls played softball she played soccer for a while uh, had another girl play uh, play um, soccer in in high school, and then got a uh, a stunt and cheer scholarship, incredible scholarship, and that was great. Although, man, the concussions and the injuries that happened there were far more frightening than anything that happened in soccer. And all yeah, that. you kind of get thrown very high up in the air, dude. Yeah. But they were wildly good, and those those Friday com- night for Scott. Those competitions mm-hmm. are intense. The point system, I couldn't even explain it. But man, I was even getting into that, and I know nothing about this yeah. sport, right? Um, but I find myself. Having to step back a little bit, if you've listened to the Soccer 101 podcast, I've gotten so emotional and and passionate that people don't like my takes uh, here and there. But, man, we have a daughter right now that is, like, full-blown into the the soccer system. You know, she's playing for so many different uh, select teams and and has been recruited over here and recruited over there. And uh, and she's just as passionate. Last night, there was there was drama over the uh, her jersey. This was just a scrimmage, and she didn't have a jersey. But she was so into just like I don't have my the right jersey. <laughs> Somebody get this kid a jersey. And it was a big deal. But I found myself, 
Uh, and my wife is good at like, you know, warning me prior to like, Hey, don't, don't talk to the referees, man. Yeah. Don't, don't do this. And I'm, I'm Mr. Respect. I try to be that guy. Yeah. Don't be that parent. But man, I, it's hard. I'm, I'm, I would be the gal destroying her glasses and throwing it down if my son was beating the national in the in the national championship. Right. And not because you can't handle it, but just again because you're you're so invested Excited. in it. You're so you want that so bad for your child. Uh, I, yeah. I don't I don't think she was being, you know, watch it, watching her do that. It, I I don't think she was upset because she can't handle the loss. It was just all that work she 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 knows got put in. You hear that Riz got thrown out of a hockey game? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. So he says he's not that parent, but then he is. Mm-hmm. Then he is. I still haven't been thrown out of anything. I have been calmed down. Yeah. And that's uh. The, oh my gosh, when my when my son was playing soccer, um, I ended up. There was a coach. Th- their coach was like a volunteer kind of coach, and you could you could tell, and you yeah. could tell by everything on the on the field, and the players just weren't getting anything, and my son gets thrown in a goal, and. <laughs> Uh, you know, you're supposed to be on the sideline as yeah. a parent, right? On the opposite sideline, and I ended up behind the goal. <laughs> were you were you like coaching just, him? From I wandered behind the goal, and I'm back. Oh, I just going, got there. Did you see uh, that? Is, I, I, somehow I just got uh, behind the goal, and I was coaching him. Oops. I don't know what I'm happened. telling you, it's nothing that's planned. You're just pacing. I'm a pacer, and I'm a wanderer. And I had run a, a, a trail into the grass already on the sideline, and then, you know, my son gets thrown in the goal. So this is a good opportunity for me to go back there and do a little parent coaching. How do you do? Uh, it, goal is not, it, you know, he's, we're not the tallest of people. So uh, goal, is, goal is not good. <laughs> Keeper is they have not long his thing. gloves though. Yeah, they do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. fingernails. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's been fun. It's crazy when you have these ideas for your, for your kid to get into some certain sport, you're ba- yeah. basically guaranteeing that that's the one they won't care about. Uh, you're right about that. You're right. If you push too much, I, so my, I have, I have a daughter, Madeline and I have, I have two, we have two sons. And my my middle boy Killian is he's only five he's but he's a lefty, and I was Sweet. watching him when he was younger. I'm like Kristen, my I was my wife. I'm like Kristen, I I think he's a lefty. And this is this is when he was like eight months old. He, he, they don't they haven't picked the hand yet. Like <laughs> you, you can't tell. I'm like I think he's a lefty. So lo and behold, he is. And I'm trying so hard not to put a baseball in his hand, take him down to the basement, and just have him fire you know baseball in, into the cement. Left-handed, so that he gets so sick of it that he blames me to uh, and never wants to do baseball ever again. You're on, so, you're on social media, aren't you? Yeah. Or do you do you feel like you ever overshare? Like you you post the kids like playing baseball. Hey, I'm, we're 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 here at the baseball game. We're here. At the I try. Game. Yeah, I try not to. Yeah. Well, there's a new poll that look into uh, what the top answers were for what people overshare, and uh, kids is on there, of course. Kids kids are on there, but the rest are interesting. The top ten things we overshare. What do you think number one is? This one's obvious. Food. I think I think people overshare food. You know what? That's insane. Because my whole answer was food. That's one of the that I was going to bring up because it did not make the list. Really? I feel, like people are always taking a snapshot of the food. This is where I'm at. Yeah. And that Christian Bale rant of "Oh, good for you" goes <laughs> goes through my head constantly. <laughs> That's really it when I'm, like, on social media. I just sit there like a uh, bitter Bob. Maybe that counts uh, as number two. Number two is just mundane daily life. So oh, that's probably I, I would, I would say, yeah. yeah, I would say we'll, so. We'll throw food under that then. Vacation's got to be there. Well, what's number one? Guys. Dogs. Think it through. It's politics. Oh. Now, political politics? views. See, I was thinking, like, pictures for some Yeah, I thought 50, pictures. Well, you got to think of, like, the Facebooks and all that kind of stuff. It all It's all included. 50, even though probably none of us use Facebook. 53% of us think people overshare about politics. Number two, Can Monday, you ever overshare that? This mundane is daily life. Thing. Number three, this is so Rizzuto show. 
our uh, the Rizzuto show and 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 all of our weirdos probably contributed to number three more than most. <laughs> kind of kind of calling us all out, but it's true. Number three is bodily functions. Really? You're posting you're posting about bathroom habits. Please stop. Aww. Uh I that that's just what the article said. Please stop. I'm I'm fine. Continue. Yeah, keep doing. going if you gotta go to the bathroom. Number four is kids. <laughs> we just see so many photos of them. And I, I see I, I think they would be higher. Yeah, number that's number four. Um I will fully admit I have admitted this one time on the Rizzuto show, and I, I will admit this. I had a friend that posted so much. Is it Scott? It's not Scott. Okay. Posted so much about their kid. And Oh, this is such a rude thing to say, and I and I and I assure you, I don't mean it this way. This was the—I'm not going to say that word. This was not the most cute kid. What? It was just not a cute kid. Was it a Seinfeld moment? And listen, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy that's like you know, my kids are the most beautiful in the world, and everybody's kids are ugly, and that. I'm, I'm not talking about that. You know, like, uh, I'm not going to say which ones, but, you know, I, had, I've, I've, I have a lot of kids, and they weren't all the cutest babies. Not, babies are strange looking for the most part. Yeah, they can be. All right? And this was, this this child was so overposted, overshared, and um, it just made me feel weird about myself every time I saw the kid and was like, what a weird looking kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's so I know that sounds so bad, but I'm just I, confessing. Scott, you, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I hope I got to see this kid. I, yeah, I know. I I that's my see. first thought. I'm like, I got to see this I'm kid. I'm not showing you. I feel terrible saying this, but I'm just being honest. I had to unfollow the friend. Wow. Um, and it wasn't because the kid was weird looking. It was because, like, it was just enough. Enough. We're talking, like, a dozen photos a day. I mean, this was absurd. So you're scrolling, okay? You're scrolling through yeah. social media. Mm-hmm. Do you, and then you get to this kid. Was it always like a, ah! As soon as you saw him, yeah. like how bad was the was the I reaction? Mean, and and I and here's the crazy thing: I bet you this is going to be one of the most attractive human beings as an adult we will ever see. You know, because that 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 happens. You always said the dad was super attractive. They were both both <laughs> of the parents are attractive and they're lovely people. And I'm sure the kid is totally fine. It's just like it, at the young age, there's like you know just some things that aren't. Uh, you know, Gerber baby worthy, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was um, it was distracting. But more more distracting was the you scrolling through. And you, okay, now I've seen six pictures of this kid. Right. And then you realize this isn't from a week. This is from today. Oh wow. This is from today. Yeah, you're oversharing. So it was oversharing. Yeah, that, that's yeah. number four. Scott put him up on the uh, board here. I got to see this kid. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not telling you. What's, who it a, is. what's the you, handle? And, yeah. you, and you would never know. <laughs> it's not somebody that even lives here. Uh, number five is. Oh, by the way, did you did you credit our show there? Our guy Jesse's listening right now. You, I think you said the Rizzuto show a couple of times. I'm here to monitor this. What do you mean? Oh, I have to say it every time I say the Rizzuto show. I in, mean, in past, in past. Well, what are the rules here? He keeps he keeps I mean, scoring every, me every time. I thought it was on the reintros on the hey, it's the Rizzuto show presented by the Fastlane. That's what I thought. And then Jesse had a counter going, and before long, I was very aware that whenever I said the Fastlane in a in a segment, I was also supposed to say. Presented by. Holy. See, I was unaware of those rules. I apologize, and I will. Listen, I'm okay with it. Okay, but well, thank you. There are people listening that want that sponsorship. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Number five is religious beliefs. Uh, Nobody wants to be preached to on Instagram. Number six is accomplishments. That one probably fueled by jealousy. Number seven is your sex life. Putting it out there just seems weird. 
I haven't seen anybody weird. do that. Not yeah, I don't see that really anymore at all. Uh, number eight is wealth. So anything about money that seems braggy. Uh, number nine. Look at this quarter I have. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, anybody that's posting posting anything financially, like look at this, like stack of bills. Mm-hmm. You took everything out of your bank account and just put it right there in front of you, didn't you? Those. That, well, no, they go on Amazon and you buy the fake. Have you seen the you know movie for film oh, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what everyone's doing. They go on there, they buy the ones that look real, and then they post all these pictures holding it up and. It's so silly. Why would you do that? To me, that's you're just you're just inviting somebody to be like, okay, I'm oh, gonna Rob, knock yeah. on your door for yeah, you know, three a.m. So they're doing it with with the movie money. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you oh. get on Amazon for nothing, and you get stacks of, you know, whatever bill you want, hundred dollars, whatever, and interesting. And you could do your social posts, and they look legit, and everyone's like, dang, how do you get so dumb. much? Dang. Uh, number nine is relationship stuff. Just don't constantly overshare about it. And number ten is a tie between. Pets and fun experiences. Most people are sick of seeing cats, dogs, or our friends on vacation. See, I think that would be higher, too. I feel like anytime anybody goes on vacation, they're posting it. So my question is, what what do they want us to post then? Yeah, that's a good Because that's everything. That's kind of everyone's that, life that's true. right that, there. That is a good question. We have nothing to post now. I'm such a fan Just of... Just humility. Yeah. I'm hey, guys, a, I'm so happy. I'm not so doing happy. this thing. Yeah. I'm such a fan of, of our country and seeing everything in our country and uh, the national parks and the state parks. That when people are on vacations, I, I actually want to see them. I, yeah. That's what I want to see. I think I'll, social media should be vacation pictures because it's the best, man. Yeah, I want to see I where you went. And I want to see honest reviews like, hey, you got to see this park or, hey, this is way overhyped. There's too many people here. Or this glamping experience was incredible. That's what I want to see. Scott, your, my favorite post of yours recently was your glamping experience with the campfire and the, the camper in the yeah. background. It made me so happy for you. Thank you. That's what I want to <laughs> see. Now, you have to post after that, though, Scott. I'm very appreciative of being at this spot. I'm happy, but only an appropriate amount of happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, not too and much. And I'm not going to share any sort of uh, kids' pictures or how much I, I'm, I'm currently making or spent on this trip. <laughs> yes. like that whole thing. You just, yeah. list, you just list all that. It says a, a top big life moment that we're most likely to post are vacations. That's number one. Number two is graduations. Number three is a death. Number four is a new job, and number five is a big move. And I think those are all, you know, classic early Facebook stuff like, hey, we moved. It's, right. it's almost like a, this is the way I tell all my friends and don't have to tell all my friends. That's it. Uh, I mean, that, yeah. that, seemed, that seems appropriate. You know what a weird one is for me that I, that I, kind, of, uh, I kind of enjoy is on Halloween, Seeing how creative people are with their, their costumes, like the kids, like, you know, you got like a theme or something with, yeah. within, within the family. Then I'm cool with... With the kids' pictures, like I don't, I don't need to see what Timmy's doing in in T-ball. You know, yeah. <laughs> like this kid's a superstar. Really, put the ball in the tee and he hit it. I mean, come on. Look how fast he ran from home plate to third base. Right, exactly. What did it say number? What but was uh the Halloween the the Halloween costumes? I'm I'm good with number ten. It says was was pets, and I have a huge announcement. Congratulations! No, you, no, no, no. We have not added. Any more family members? Oh no! I don't know, Anthony, if you knew oh, this, but our, our house was a zoo. A zoo, yeah. We for, were for, we were we were Grant's farm too. Yeah, we were Moon Farm, and uh, when you drive over to Saint, you know, across the bridge, you have that. There's that odor. Yeah, that smell. It's their house is this. Well, that smell. We have a dog, uh, radio, and then we had uh, three guinea pigs, and then we had a bunny, and then we had a snake. And then we had a spider. Wait, so these are all hads? No, they're all halves. And then we have a... Snake um, out. 
Oh, what am I missing? There's something else. Oh, yeah, three leopard geckos, right? So we've got reptiles, we've got mammals, we've got we've got it all. Plus all the frozen mice in the in the fridge oh, boy. or in the, in the freezer for the snakes. So you know, if you count them, we're probably up to forty now. So yesterday, proud to announce, sad to announce that we lost three family members. Uh, not in the bad way though. The mice. Just kids. The animals are fine. No, yeah. we uh, we put it out there that we were trying to rehome. Uh, our guinea pigs, uh, just not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, Casey, <laughs> listener Casey, has an entire herd of them. I think she said she's up to like 11 now. And wow. she, she, wow. Took a, she, she took in our three guinea pigs. So it was a, it was a very, very sad day yesterday. It was, it was a difficult goodbye. Okay. It was kind of a quicker goodbye than I wanted it to be. Like I was, I was going to talk to Casey for a while and, and uh, just, you know, sort of get some details. And, and we, we vetted her. She sent us all these pictures about, the, about the, uh, uh, her setup and her herd and how she takes such good care of her guinea pigs. And, uh, but, man, my daughter was super sad. Super sad. Well, I'm, so. I'm sad for your daughter. I am picturing, though, Casey showing up, leaving the car running, screech in. She puts the, the ski mask on. She goes, put the guinea pigs in the bag now, <laughs> and then screeches out. Like That's what I'm picturing from Casey, who's probably incredibly nice. That's not how it went, but that's that's not what I'm picturing. Man. I have to ask you, though. So you have, de- you have the dead mice. Yeah. For the snake. Oh, they're dead rats, actually. Sorry, we've graduated. It's a, it's, dead rats for yeah, the it's a, snake. it's a bigger... And they're they're frozen. They're frozen. Mm-hmm. Are they next to the peas and the broccoli? No. Like, where, where are we keeping these dead rats? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. They're not seeping into the pizza taste or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, first of all, they're in, like, these sealed bags, and we have a separate fridge that's downstairs, and there's nothing in the freezer except for rats. Okay. So that is... Uh, that is it's the beer fridge for the band. Uh, on the fridge side gotcha. and on the freezer, it's the uh, frozen rats for the for the snake. So the rats are above the beer. Well, no, no, the beer's in the fridge, and the well, there it's a side by side. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So beer, beers each. on the right, rats on the left. Man. Well, my wife was like, "Dude, we're not we're not doing. You're doing live mice or live rats, or these things are not going to be anywhere near my freezers and my food." Yeah. And uh, and they're in the freezer. Well, no, I mean in the food, you know, in the in the freezer yeah. with the pizza or any of that kind of stuff. So it's it's they're, they're downstairs. They're they're fine. They're fine. Snake is healthy. Everybody's good. Everything is good. Sometimes we'll get the mice in the the basement because we have an unfinished basement. And uh, I hope my wife isn't listening right now. She'll kill me. But uh, <laughs> I've thought like, well, it, if I had a snake, I wouldn't. We wouldn't have the the mice problem. You're exactly yeah. right. Now we would have the snake, no mice. Yeah. So, but what can go wrong with the snake? What right? could go wrong with the snake? Yeah, but you could also get a cat. See, Kristen, Kristen had a cat at one point. Peed all over my stuff. He hated me. Oh, that cat hated me. Cats are great, man. You just you just gotta yeah, get the right are, one. The territorial ones are fun. Sorry, he was yeah. he was ticked at me. He was in he was in her life well before. He's, his name was Scrapper. Yes. Uh, he he was in he was in her life long long before me, and uh, he was not happy that I invaded his territory. Yep. So if you get one now, it'd be easier to blend it, you know, get a little little kitten and... I'm still leaning toward the snake. <laughs> okay, I like it. Yeah. There's yeah. a snake shed, though. What do you have? Do you have a dog? That's fine. No. No, we don't have... No, we don't... Cause, no cause pets. We, the, the three The three kids. I, can't, I could barely take care of myself, let alone three kids. I. It wouldn't be fair to the animal. It wouldn't be fair to a dog or a cat. Well, the kids are the ones that take care of the animals. Moon, our, you, our kids are all responsible Moon, for the that. animals. I'm, I do say that, and we stick to that, and our kids are so incredible... 
uh, about it. Except for my son doesn't like feeding the snake, so the rat feeding has to be my duty. Okay. Have you have that you air sense. fried the rats yet? We have not air There's, fried. I got a anything. great recipe oh, for seasoning. Uh, knock yeah. it off. Knock it off. <clears throat> Ah, uh, you just got me thinking. I turned my stomach, buddy. The Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz is Sean Butler. Yes, Sean. Sean of O'Fallon, Missouri. Sean has been listening to the Rizzuto Show since the beginning. He tunes in every day to and from work, says... You guys make my commute so much more bearable. Thank you for all the laughs. Sean loves Moon's ability to find the good in most situations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Riz's pessimistic, uh, pessimistic views on everything. <laughs> and King Scott's terrible dad jokes. But I his absolute, that. His absolute favorite part of the show is the beginning each morning when the guys are just rapping. Welcome to the team. Sean, you can also sign up. Just uh, go to 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz, and you can enter to be the Team Riz member of the day. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check out Dobbs money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. Go2dobbs.com. So at Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the under decking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated, go to the showroom, see the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates and all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chestville Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chestville Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck. It's time to be you again. It's time to go to Victor Men's Health. Now, why are you still going around struggling to have energy and just to feel like you, to be you again? Well, there's no need to put that off anymore. It's time, like I said, to go to Victor Men's Health. They have three locations throughout the area, open five days a week. So you can actually get in there. You can actually sit down and schedule an appointment and uh, visit with a doctor or a nurse practitioner and get incredible help. And plus, what I love about Victor Men's Health is they actually will come up with a custom plan for you because no two people are the same. So that makes them very unique from other men's clinic. Do you actually get to sit down and talk with your doctor? Think about that. You can at Victor Men's Health. And that's what I did. And they went over my vitamin levels. They went over everything. They found out I was vitamin D deficient. 
vitamin B deficient, all kinds of stuff going on inside me, plus preventative things from the future, like maybe diabetes, all that. If I change certain things now, and they went up with a custom plan, and now my levels are incredible, all thanks to Victor Men's Health, and they have all kinds of stuff going on over there. I encourage you to also look at their social media and uh, check out what they've got going on on Twitter and uh, their podcast, Women Want Strong Men. They have incredible information on there. Go to Victor Men's Health. Be you again. VictorMensHealth.com. That's VictorMensHealth.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. It is The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Across from me is the one and only Anthony Stalter. And to my left is King Scott. Thanks for joining Hi. us, Anthony. Guys, I love being here. Very much appreciate you. I, and I love I love our talks. I love our talks on air and off air. Uh, we were just talking about, uh, you know, I, earlier I asked you about uh, being a sports broadcaster and how, to me, that feels like the most groundhog day uh, job ever and you know you shed some some real light about the, the the passion the passion that it takes and that's what I've always respected from you guys you go in there and you really do bring a passion to s- sports fans that may have had it uh, you know kind of quelled a bit like you, you bring it out of us and, and we're big sports fans and I'm, now I'm doing the soccer podcast and um, you know it's not it's not easy and I've I've caught a lot of I've caught a lot of heck mm-hmm. for, for being um, it's not negative, in my opinion. It's passionate, in my sure. opinion. And I'm a fan, and I thought I was bringing the fan perspective, right? So I've I've called out some certain players that I that I've watched on and off the ball, and um, you know, I think I, I think I went about it wrong. Actually, I, I got called out on on a lot of it by some listeners saying I was being too negative, and you know what? I, they were right because I'm I'm a Mr. Rogers guy. I'm a, I'm a see the see see the silver lining, just appreciate being alive sort of guy. But right. um, as a fan, I just like getting so into it and um, almost like a coach, like criticizing, not in a, I don't like you, but in a, I expect this and this is what I'm seeing you do wrong. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think I went about it wrong, but like, how do you, how do you balance that? How do you balance, how do you balance not being negative when you want to criticize a player that's not living up to expectations? How do you do it? Well, the first, the first rule is, is as long as you don't get personal, and, I, and what I mean by personal, I mean like actually attacking the human being because that 
that's out of bounds. That's 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 unprofessional. But you are paid to have opinions. You you do a podcast or a radio show. People are listening to your opinions. Now, if you want to have guests on and they can kind of break it down for you, yeah. great. If they could take you behind the scenes, excellent. That is why, I mean, I've been so fortunate to work with uh, Jamie Rivers now, Brad Thompson now. Uh, have guests on like Matt Holiday who can break down in that bat better than anybody. I mean, it, to get inside his mind is something I, I will never see the game through his perspective. I'll never see the game through Brad's perspective. Jamie Rivers, I mean, we we have so many hockey-loving incredibly knowledgeable hockey fans and players here in St. Louis. Nobody can break it down, in my opinion, like like Jamie can. I mean, it's it's I've learned so much about hockey from him. It's incredible. And most of my baseball knowledge uh came from, you know, our my my dear friend Chris Duncan and, you know, who who passed away from from cancer a couple of years ago. I, I mentioned him earlier. I still reference things that Dunk says because they stuck in my brain. I remember it. But the bottom line is you got to have an opinion or else what what are you there for, right? Yeah. Now, I understand the negative aspect of it. Right. You got to realize that if if you are being critical of a certain player, the prob there, there's going to be a lot of people that respond in a certain way, which I'm sure you you hear it, that's that might be their favorite player. That might be their favorite player. Right. And I was I was pretty harsh on the play of a particular player that is everybody's favorite. Right Do you now. feel that way? Do you feel do you feel the way about the about that player's play? Um, at the, at the time, yeah, but I, I think I went about it wrong. I, I went about it in an unprofessional manner because uh, I I am, you know, we we are looked at as as authorities here. We're, we're we're broadcasting, and that's a big responsibility. And I was I was bringing the fan perspective and um, and kind of playing the Roy Kent card uh, because that's how I that's who I am when I'm watching a game. I am yelling. I am intense. I am angry. That you that you miss this, you know what I mean? All sure. sorts of things. I'm not that in my heart. And as soon as the whistle blows, of course I'm not like that. Uh, I'm I'm honestly the Ted Lasso character in all, in all of my life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I I went about it wrong. I didn't think about my approach to it, which is again how I just I just respect you guys so very much at, at all that you do. And uh, and especially when the teams aren't doing very hot, which thank oh. goodness you're you're in a good place right now. Everybody's just like killing it. Yeah, so, yeah. Fortunately, fortunately, city. I mean, with the, with the start that they have had, it's been great. But I'll get look. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you kind of an example with with city. I, I admitted before. I, I don't. I don't know the game of of soccer that well. I, I'm I'm learning it. But I, you know, people people started asking well, when, when are you guys going to talk about city. When you you know it's coming. The season's coming. And we just kept saying no. We will. We'll have people on and talk about it. Then I decided I'm going to watch these games and I'm going to write notes. I'm going to write notes down based on how. I see the game, and I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna upset soccer fans because they do see it, they do understand it. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about what I'm seeing. I don't know the plays. I don't know formations. And I love X's and O's. Like I love the X's and O's of right. football, of hockey. I am fascinated. I mean, I'll get in an office. I'm like Jamie. What happened on this play? Why did he do that? Like I love that aspect mm-hmm. of it. You talk about passion. That's where my passion lies. Breaking down the game, understanding what the philosophy is, that chess match. But I didn't I don't know what I'm watching when it comes to soccer. So I was writing notes as I saw it. Well, people love it. Oh, really? Because I'm honest. I you wow. know, I, I was talking yesterday about how Klaus split two defenders. Uh, it looked like he passed the ball to himself off somebody's backside. Yeah. I don't know if that's a set play. Like, but I'm talking about it ha- ha- as I'm seeing it, and people have loved it. So, Moon, when you talk, when you're doing the soccer podcast, be honest. 
You are a fan. And people yeah. at some point will either appreciate your take or hate you for it. Either way, they're listening and you're being honest. If you're doing the hot take thing where you're just, oh, what's the popular opinion? I'll just take the other side of it. That's when people start to become frustrated because you're being fake. Yeah, yeah. But if you're being real and raw about it, people people will, you know, that. I always say this about, like, critics, right? We're critics, essentially. When you go see a movie and you like the movie, you'll tell three people about it. If you go to a movie and you hate the movie, you'll tell 25 people. Yep, yeah. Because it draws that emotion out mm-hmm. of you. The negative right? story. The negative stories last so much longer. They, they go do so much farther. You're, you're not being. Ne- I'm not. I didn't go to the movie expecting to be right. negative about it. But this yep. is my opinion, and I'm going to tell 25. So my point is, if somebody doesn't like your take on something, you're going to hear about well, it. You know what a hot take is that I have right now? What's is that? that 101 ESPN wasn't talking nothing soccer until all of a sudden we got four wins, and now everybody's on board. Well, everybody yeah. wants to talk about city. <laughs> that's that's a that's a, a criticism that we get. What uh, do you know? Constantly. You know, it's funny too. <laughs> St. Louis Welcome is- to the bandwagon. Take a back seat. We're 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 <laughs> honest. We're, no, we, we're, we're I'm honest. just messing that's, with you, man. You're at, but you're absolutely right. You know, I think there was this trepidation of okay, I don't. know. So this goes into your question, right? Right about how do you how do you kind of balance that? When Jamie Rivers was taking slap shots against Riz yeah. a couple of mm-hmm. years ago, and you're standing back and you're like, "This guy's been out of the game for like ten or twelve years. I think he could play in the NHL tomorrow." Like yeah, the skill set, it was frightening, was unbelievable. And now I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on air and talk about. I'm gonna break down the Blues really the, yeah, with yeah, with yeah. this guy or Dunk. You know, you go back and watch his highlights of him taking it at bat. And turning around on a you know ninety eight mile per hour fastball and depositing it into uh, you know the the, the bleachers, I, I'm going to criticize baseball, but you have to do it in your own way. Yeah, yeah, you're a fan and you're a pro, and you know maybe some some of the back the background knowledge of some of the players or some of the coaches or what the, you have to find your your own avenue. So don't just be who you are. Well, on the I appreciate I appreciate yeah. the encouragement. I, and just remember, I it. if uh, there's any fan base with a great sense of humor, it's soccer fans. So you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know what? And that, and that's the thing. We'll, what we'll, did I just upset? Well, no, we'll, not, yes, you did. no, no. I was going to say this anyway. Uh, we'll we'll get into sports later. Right, uh, in between, we'll do everything else. We'll, we got crap on. We got games. We got everything coming up today. But I do want to mention that, and I'm sure you're starting to notice it. The, the soccer community really is a unique community that is just so happy that everybody's there. And mm-hmm. if you haven't been down to a match yet, you got to go down to a match. Anthony, have, have you done it? Yet? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't gone to the first two. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you're going to go to an experience and see a sport in a different in a different light because it's, it. it's not just about the sport and the excitement. And what we're what we're seeing on the field really is about the fans just being so happy to be together. It's a community that you don't need to know anything. You don't need to know the X's and O's. You don't even need to be watching the game. They're just happy that you're there hanging out. It really is a unique community in that way. That's cool. So uh, I encourage you to, to, to go down there. And I want to hear a report from your first experience because I bet you it will exceed expectations no matter how awesome you think it will be. I believe that. I'm let's do some. Tank too. Let's yeah, do some back in the day. Back in the day on March 21st, 71 years ago, 1952, Alan Freed held the Moondog Coronation Ball in Cleveland, which is now considered the first major rock and roll show in history. The arena could only hold 10,000 people, but over 20,000 rock fans showed up and the crowd broke through the gates. So the cops shut the whole thing down. Uh-oh. 58 years ago in 1965, Martin Luther King Jr. led 3,000 civil rights demonstrators on a 54-mile march from Salina to Montgomery, Alabama. 
to demand voting rights by the end of uh, by the end of the march 25,000 people had joined 40 years ago in 1983 pink floyd released their anti-war concept album the final cut 39 years ago in 1984 new york re-landscaped a portion of central park that was renamed strawberry fields in honor of paul mccartney no just kidding in honor of <laughs> john lennon it officially reopened seven months later on what would have been his 45th birthday. 34 years ago in 1989, Sports Illustrated reported allegations that Pete Rose bet on baseball. Uh -oh. It took him until 2004 to admit it. Now he is banned from the Baseball Hall of Fame, but they're still hoping they'll restore his eligibility one day. Someone sent over a message, a question for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, on uh, the app, they sent it over VR app. And they want to know, since you have some inside knowledge of sports and all that stuff are you allowed to use any of those uh, online gambling yeah kind of thing oh, yeah, so, yeah absolutely yeah so it's okay. not like insider trading okay odds makers they they're so good at what they do yeah. I, I they're not they're not worried about guys like me you know okay. they're 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 not worried about you know when yeah, you're, you can't manipulate the stats. exactly you, you can't you yeah. can't tell a player well i mean i guess you could but yeah. like that's a different scene you can't you can't guess that somebody's going to hit a home run or not. Sure, no. I mean, well, look at well, look at our, our pick'em challenge. You know, up until this year. Oh yeah, I kicked your ass. You got, absolutely, and you and you probably <laughs> will. You probably will next year as well. Because I'm looking at I've I, I'm the psycho like in my basement where I've got all these graphs up and things <laughs> like that. Okay, let's see here. The Bengals traveled two weeks ago, and well, now they. They didn't practice on Tuesday. They they usually like practicing on Tuesday. Like I'm getting in all that stuff. Jeez. Moon, you're like. Yeah, this guy's got a better quarterback. You know, this team's got a better quarterback. Oh, I don't even do oh. that. No, no, no. Well, I, I just go. go, oh, yeah, that that mascot could totally kill that mascot. Yeah, Done. I'll go with that. This is what you see in March in the March Madness pools, too. You get you get some, you know, it, Bill and accountants like, uh, I think a Jayhawk can, can beat a Tiger, so I'll go this route. And he winds up winning the pool. So, no, it's not. It's not like insider trading like in the stock market. Okay. 34 years ago in 1989, Madonna released her fourth album, Like a Prayer, which also included her hits Cherish and Expressed Herself and a bizarre Prince duet called Love Song. In 2003, uh, it was promised a dinner from Madonna, and that still hasn't happened. 29, sends a message over. 29 years ago in 1994, Michael Jordan cut from the Chicago White Sox spring training roster and sent to the minors. 19 years ago in 2004, an online Yahoo news poll named Ozzy Osbourne as the nation's favorite ambassador to welcome aliens to Earth. That's what happened March 21st, back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. And your crap on. Brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthousecode.com. 636-600-0188. You guys ever ski? Ever go skiing? I've done one. I've only done it once. Locally or locally or Colorado? No, no, no. Uh, what, I mean, when I when I was a kid, I was. Oh, gotcha. Run. You ever run anybody? Did I run into anybody? Ever ha, run into anybody or have anybody run into you? No, fortunately. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow is being sued for a hit and run. Uh oh. And the trial starts today. The thing is, this hit and run happened on a ski slope in Park City, Utah. A man named Terry Sanderson claims that Gwyneth slammed into him back in 2016, causing him to suffer a concussion and broken ribs. He says Gwyneth didn't even stop. She just left him lying there. Now she's, she's called Paltrow. That's not bad. That was, that was okay. That's, that's yep, that not was good. bad. Thank you. I'll yeah. give you that. 
To make things even worse, Sanderson says that a ski instructor accused him of causing the crash and filed a false report with a ski resort blaming him. He sued Gwyneth for $3.1 million, but a judge ruled that he's not entitled to punitive damages, so the most he can get is $300,000. Sources say that Gwyneth will testify. So that trial starts today. How does that... I mean, what... Now, what were you doing? I was skiing. And who did you who? See, Did you see the defendant? Nope. Went that, right by him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that... I don't know how that'll go. I'll got my, he got in my way. That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, unless there's... Shouldn't pic- have been standing there. Unless there's pictures or something. It's not like a, you know... Uh, you know, on the, on, in, in traffic, if you hit somebody in the back, even if they like brake check you, you hit yep. somebody in the back, it's your fault. That, that, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe, maybe that's not true, but it's something along that. There's like set guidelines and rules for for the road. I have no idea how this would go on a ski slope. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the what the laws are on the bunny slope. Is I, it more of a? Right. She won't want to mess with this, and she'll just pay out you know, a couple hundred grand saw, and just shut me up. Apparently and, not. She's taking a stand. Yeah. Maybe. I'm oh, fight. Man. I'm fighting this. She's gonna. Gwyneth. The 1998 thriller Wild Things. Anybody familiar? That was with uh, Kevin Bacon and uh, Denise Denise Richards and yep. Nev Campbell. And Matt Dillon. Pretty legendary for its sexual content, but one thing you did not see was a grind session between Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon. Mm. But it almost happened. Director John McNaughton says that in the original version of the script, Kevin and Matt do get it on. But the scene was scrapped because one of them objected. Which one do you think it was? Matt Damon. Matt Dillon? Dillon. <laughs> Matt Damon was on set that yes. day. He was observing. <laughs> he and was he like, said, you got to shut I'm this not down. See- yeah, you got to shut this down. <laughs> yeah. Matt uh, Dillon, I The think. best boy grip. The, dire- yeah. the director did not say which one, but Matt said in a 2005 interview that he was, quote, relieved when they got rid of that scene. All right. And he added that Kevin, quote, seemed pretty attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift's new live show is including a pretty cool stage dive, but it's not what you think. Taylor does not jump into the crowd. She dives into a hole in the stage as if she was diving into a swimming pool. Then a pre-recorded video makes it look like she's swimming under the stage until she pops back up at the other end of the stage. That's so clever. It actually is pretty cool. Uh, Obviously, she's landing on some sort of padding when she dives, although somebody in social media suggested that there's a McDonald's ball pit down there. And until it's proven otherwise, that is what I'm going to think about because that's what I would do. That's not a bad bad Uh, start. I could see that. The ball pit jump? What's your favorite? Because you're very animated on on stage. Is yeah. there a certain stunt that you've always wanted to try? Oh, uh, you know, that's a great question. I'm sure. Um, so most of my stuff is, is spontaneous, to be honest. I mean, I'll, I'll sort of scope out a venue beforehand just to see where there may be some places to climb. Uh, but I haven't thought about the stunt. You know, honestly, uh, I think there's only been maybe one or sh- one or two shows where um, there was real pyro, like real good pyro used. Um, I would love to be able to craft an entire set where I had not an unlimited budget, but a bigger budget than I've been used to. Yeah. Uh, to, to craft like a good stage set. Because that's what I like doing. I don't like going up and just playing music. I like going on and putting on like a much more theatrical show. You can probably tell that in a lot of the uh, Greek Fire music and how mm-hmm. that runs. And Goldfinger's such a like high energy, high impact band. Uh, that we do, it's, it's moving. It's a workout for me, man. Every show's a workout. I'm sure. Yeah, if I had a budget, I, I'd probably include a lot of pyro and different things that would involve the crowd. I just like being a part of the crowd. So you have to know 
where if you if you're using pyrotechnics, I mean, have yeah. you guys mapped out? Yeah, oh yeah. Because wasn't that wasn't that was it Hetfield of Metallica that walked into Hetfield, Michael Jackson? Like yeah. it's happened multiple times where people are in the, in the wrong place, and wrong post, time. Post Malone, if you remember, he fell through. The whole oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I've fallen off stages. Well, I don't know if I've fallen off. I, I mean, I've jumped off stages sorry, and, and and done some things um, that have resulted in injuries. Now, just because we haven't done the fire, we've done the the steam and mm -hmm. the, um, of course, uh, what do you call it, confetti, and those things. You get hit by that, that'll knock you out. Uh, so there's a lot of there's been different things firing off that I'd have to make sure that I I, I remember is there. Typically, I'm not worried about me because I'm moving so much. It's my uh, bandmates. Because they're so hyper focused on being in a place for the right pedals or something like that, that I'm worried about them forgetting for a moment and standing up on an ego riser and then just getting hit with confetti. Because it'll, uh, like I said, it'll it'll knock you back. I'm sure. The Rams, the one I think it was their last season here. They had the they had the pyrotechnics going when they when the players ran out. And one of the home games, they caught the field on fire. Oh no! Oh, that's yeah, awesome. one of it was it was near one of the end zones. And it was, I believe it was their, <clears throat> excuse me, their final game here. And they had a, the, the game was delayed like 15, 20 minutes as they, obviously it's turf. You got to put it out and then they got to have to, they have to fix it a little bit. But if that wasn't a sign of things to come, yeah, oh my I don't know what was. Oh my goodness. Adam Sandler received the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor on Sunday night at the Kennedy Center in uh, Washington, D.C. And he revealed why it doesn't bother him to be bashed by the critics. He said, quote, the reason the bad reviews don't hurt me is because my friends and I are having so much fun making these movies. Everything we do together makes me feel like the critics don't know what they're talking about. A lot of these friends were on hand uh, to honor Adam, including Conan O'Brien, Ben Stiller, Judd Apatow, Steve Buscemi, uh, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, David Spade, Pete Davidson, Dana Carvey, Chris Rock, Louise Guzman, Rob Schneider, just to name a hundred. It's not bad. Not awesome. a bad group of friends. Conan joked that so many of Adam's friends were available because, quote, if Adam isn't working, they aren't working. Oh, I mean, nice. that's <laughs> it's spot on. Nice. Writer man. and longtime collaborator uh, Tim Herlihy uh, said that uh, he worked with Adam on, quote, 31 motion pictures with a combined Rotten Tomatoes score of 59. Wow. That's cool, man. Uh, Chris Rock used his time on stage to break out another Will Smith joke, pointing out Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, in the audience and said, the only guy here who knows how, just how I feel, it's me and you, Paul. Oh, wow. Pelosi was attacked by a man in his own home last October. Uh, uh, Idina Menzel opened the show with a tribute to Adam's classic SNL character, Opera Man. And the ceremony is going to air Sunday night on CNN. This is the first year, by the way, uh, since 1996 that PBS isn't carrying it. So, I don't know. Too good for Adam Sandler, perhaps? I love Sandler. Me too, man. Kristen and I went and we, we saw him at Enterprise Center when he was here. He did, the one, he did the one show. Yeah, how was it? It was great. And the thing about Sandler, too, is he's... Moon, you were talking about you know you like you you want to be you like being positive you are positive and you and you want to kind of spread them. I feel like he is incredibly positive and incredibly likable, and he'll he'll be self-deprecating, but I don't feel like he'll he'll attack people at all. Like his comedy isn't based on attacking certain people or groups or whatever. And if you do that, great. I got no issue with it. But Sandler, I feel like, is just incredibly positive and he knows exactly who he is Yeah, as a performer. He's almost a perfect in-between. And, and follow me here. A perfect in-between of somebody like Gallagher, who's like just ultimately silly. Yeah. And Michael J. Fox, who's just ultimately positive. Yes. So it's this it's this weird, silly, positive middle ground right. of those two legends. Um, 
Oh boy. Amanda Bynes has been placed on a psychiatric hold after walking the streets of downtown LA early Sunday morning. Dot, dot, dot. Naked. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought she was doing better. I thought so too, but according to an eyewitness, Amanda waved a car down, told him she was coming down from a psychotic episode. She then called 911 on herself. Wow. Um, which is good. So l- luckily she was not hurt and is currently hospitalized receiving care. Uh, typically a hold lasts about three days, but it can be extended. Amanda was supposed to appear at 90s Con last weekend in Connecticut, but dropped out because of an undisclosed illness. Her ex-fiance, Paul Michael, said that she stopped taking her meds and that she is, quote, wild. Uh, Rick Ross, get this. Rick Ross has some unusual pets at his estate in Fayetteville, Georgia. We were talking about all the pets that I have, and uh, this would be a dream pet of mine. It truly would, but I'd have to have a ranch or something in Wyoming, which is another dream. Over the weekend, one of Rick's neighbors complained that two of his bison, yes, bison, (laughs) wandered onto her property, and she was worried that they might pose a danger to her small children because what do we know about bison? Stay away from bison. Yeah, they're pretty serious. Even if you have, uh, you know, they're on a farm and you've raised them from little bison to the big one, uh, you still have to. I got to feed some. My buddy Kenny in elementary, they had bison on their farm. And so we get to feed him, and it was one of the most terrifying but awesome things of all time. And his dad just kept warning us, like, do not move, just be slow. Right, don't scare do the this. thing. Yeah. Because they'll run run you over? Oh, just destroy well, you. Well, dude, every single year you, you see these, uh, uh, there's actually um, accounts on Instagram that talk about the bison attacks or different attacks at Yellowstone. I think it's called, like, Idiot Tourist or something like that. And it's always, every single year, we hear somebody's trying to get a picture, a selfie with the, with the bison at Yellowstone or, you know, wild yeah. out there in Colorado and Wyoming. And there's always attacks every th- single time. And it's not that them, it's not that they're vicious creatures. It's their, what, what the heck are you doing so close well, to well, Yeah, you they're challenge. You're challenging them. Yeah. But, yeah, there's an account, I believe it's Yellowstone Tourist or something like that on Instagram, and it's endless entertainment of people. Being dummies, getting uh, getting to see what animals look like up close. I mean, that's a, that's a you problem. If you're if you're going if you're going in and say, trying to take a selfie with a bison or like an alligator or something, and the alligator bites your your hand off, that that's on you. That's, that's not you on the alligator. Yep. That's not on uh, you know Apple the alligator at the San Diego Zoo. Like, well, Rick, Rick posted a video thanking his neighbors and his team for making sure that they were safely returned to his property, and he said, "Quote: Anytime you see one of our buffaloes, please give it a carrot. They're very peaceful. They're just grazers. They're not meat eaters." So he says, "If you see one, don't worry about it. Just toss them a carrot." So I guess their neighbors are just going to walk around with carrots in their pockets yeah. uh, from now on, think, uh, just in case. Uh, the video has too butcher. much. The video has too much profanity for me to play it here, but Decent we'll put it up on the blog for you. Pretty cool. It would be cool to have those as pets. Oh yeah. Uh, the whole artificial intelligence thing is um, is pretty intimidating. And here's one person who's at least open to being a fan. Yes, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks talked about AI at the Country Radio Seminar Conference in Nashville last week, and he said that if it can ever write a really great song. He'll have to embrace it. Quote, if an AI program writes a song that kills me and makes me cry, isn't that what songwriting is all about? I don't think he meant physically kill them. Oh, yeah, uh, it's weird to be killed and then cry. Right. If, if it gets to that level, Rare. I have to be thankful I can get to be a fan of one of those songs uh, that one of those songs touches. Uh, he also talks about how our heart is what differenti- differentiates us from machines. So it doesn't sound like he's fully on board yet, but if an AI program writes a number one hit someday, it sounds like he'd at least give it a listen. So somebody asked ChatGPT to write a song that would make, make Garth Brooks cry, and the lyrics it spit out kind of sound is like it this. Kind of sound like the I got country friends, song. 
Online. <laughs> Is it pretty good? Like clever stuff like that? Been waiting to use that button. Uh, no, check it out. You got we'll, we'll post the lyrics on the blog. Honestly, it's it's not all that bad if you really review music. Um, not everybody's, you know, uh, you know, writing for the ages as far as lyrics. Some some simple songs are just simple songs because that's what they that's what they're supposed to be. That's that's uh, that's what they need to be, and that's kind of what this ChatGPT thing did. It's not a Gar song because Gar song is a great story. He's a storyteller. Uh, birthdays today. Scott Eastwood is 37. That is Clint's son. He is uh, Fast and the Furious, Pacific Rim sequels. You might remember him from Fury, The Longest Ride, Suicide Squad, and Snowden. Soniqua Martin-Green is 38. She was Sasha on The Walking Dead. And now she stars on Star Trek Discovery as Commander Michael Burnham. Force be with her. Um, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is 38. That is the running back who was suspended for most of 2014 for beating his four-year-old son with a tree branch when he was uh, with the Vikings. His last team was the Detroit Lions, but he's currently a free agent. Derek Wibley. Five foot five Canadian, some 41 singer who used to be married to Avril Lavigne. He is 43. Kevin Federline, K-Fed, celebrity fit club superstar and the musical genius responsible for Papa Zhao. Uh, he has six kids with three different mamas and he is 45. Jonas Joker Berggren. I think it's Berggren from Ace of Bass. Hits like all that she wants. Don't turn around and the sign is 56. Great numbers. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> How old do you think Matthew Broderick is? Matthew Broderick. I just I showed my wife Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She's never she, she had never seen that, and uh, I just showed it to her about two weeks ago. No kidding. And that movie's awesome. I think he's fifty-seven. Man, because he would have been probably tw- early twenties, and that was in the. Yeah, I'd say right around there. 61 years old. Wow. Rosie O'Donnell, also 61. Gary Oldman, he won the 2018 Oscar for Best Actor for his portrayal of Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. He's also Sirius Black in the Harry Potter movies, Jim Gordon in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and Dracula in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Gary Oldman is 65. Timothy Dalton, widely considered the weakest James Bond, is 77. Oh, Johann Seba- Sebastian ba- Bach, sorry, uh, from 1685 to 1750, Bach was responsible for some of the greatest music ever written in the history of the planet Earth, and that does not include 18 in life. No, not that, Sebastian Bach. Oh, I thought... Your porno birthday. Stalter, you got that for us? Yeah, so today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, Scott. Hey! You know that place well. Yep, I do. Today's birthday girl has been poked and prodded more than an alien abducted farmer in 56 fine films. She is Starla Sterling. Again, Scott, the one, one of your favorites. Only. Ready for the films, boys? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you, uh, a, couple, a couple of these will uh, really stand out. You loan me the VHS, <laughs> which I appreciate. As Nasty As She Wants To Be, Volume 4. Big Boob Nurses, Volume 1. Chunky Butts. <laughs> Getting It Up with the Kardashians. Oh. Doing It For The Money. OMG, My Daughter Was With A Black Dude. And who could forget her unforgettable role? Serious, seriously, man? You had to sleep with my sister? Starla Sterling is 37 years old, and that's your porno birthday. All right, that is your uh, crap on celebrities, your your birthdays, your porno birthday. Uh, you know, up next, after the break, we're going to do a little contest. This contest is going to be fun. It's going to put Anthony Stalter on the spot. I'm terrible with trivia, by the way. Including it's not, sports it's trivia. Not trivia. No, I mean, oh, this is well then, what you know best. This is going to be great. 
the the game is called What Town Is This College Located? Oh, yeah, man. you got this. Scott <laughs> wrote this, which is why I'm pretty sure that sentence is going to get me in trouble in grammar class. Uh, but uh, this is going to be a game where we're going to give you a uh, we're going to give you a team. A college team or a college, and you're going to tell us in what town that team is located. So like the Billikens. That's right. St. Louis. That's right. All right. I'm going to have to scratch that off the list, Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scott made this list, and I'm going to tell you, I don't know how you're going to do. I really I really have no idea. It's going to be fun. We will take callers after the break. It's it is The 15. Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Before we do that, though, uh, we've been throwing in some music since Riz is in Mexico. Uh, we've been enjoying ourselves. Uh, Monday was Monday Morning Metal. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to do a little Way Back Wednesday. But today, I said, Scott, what kind of theme can we do for a Tuesday? So Scott came up with... Well, I was stoked about Monday Metal. I was like, man, that's so cool. And Way Back Wednesday is going to be awesome. So I was like, let's do The Tuesday Toot. The Tuesday toot, he tells Anything me. with horns. I so, thought you were going to say Taco Tuesday. <laughs> oh, that, see, that would make more sense. Workshop it. So we're going to play some music <sighs> from bands, rock bands, alternative yeah, bands toot. that have horns. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fencing Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at MoonLovesWoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, member of the prestigious Third Timers Club, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. It is The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Riz is in Mexico, but we are having plenty of fun without him. King Scott to my left, Anthony hey. Stalter. 
directly in front of me, and you're starting to look nervous, dude. I'm, I'm very nervous. You're starting oh. to look nervous. Nothing to be worried about. You got this. It's a terrible test taker when I was a kid. Well, let's play a test. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, and the game we are playing today is called What Town Is This College Located? (laughs) (laughs) This was put together by King Scott, and uh, today's contest is brought to you by? Brought to you by T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Winsville, five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. We've got tickets to give out. Uh, We have have, have tickets for uh, Point Fest 2023, Incubus, Coheed and Cambria, The Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, Greek Fire, White Reaper, Band-Aid, Tiger Cub, and more happening Saturday, May 27th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We have a pair of tickets to Manchester Orchestra and Jimmy Eat World July 27th at St. Louis Music Park. We have Static X tickets to that sold-out show April 5th at Delmar Hall. Ooh, listen to all the horns. Mm-hmm. It is Tuesday Toots. We're playing yeah. uh, bands with horns. And we also have tickets to give out to Jerry Cantrell this Friday night, March 24th at nice. The Factory. So we're going to get some callers on the line here. We're going to, uh, they're going to guess, we're going to give Anthony Stalter 15 different colleges or universities. He is going to then tell us where, you know, what town or city they are located. And uh, and the closest without going over gets the tickets. Tim in Warrington. How you doing, Tim? Good. Morning. Okay, Tim, how many is uh, Anthony going to get correct out of 15? Right, let's go with eight. Tim says eight. Jared and Arnold, how many will Anthony Stalter get correct? Hey, how's it going? I'm going to say 10. 10. Wow. A lot of... uh, I like the belief. A lot of faith. Okay, hold on, Jared. Tyler in St. Louis. Tyler, how you doing? Good, good. Happy birthday, man. Oh, thank you very kindly. How much is... uh, Or how many are are Anthony Stalter going to get right here? I'm going to go eight. Eight as well. That's fine. Greg in Lake St. Louis, how many will Anthony get correct? Uh, I think 11. 11. I like that. I like the faith in Greg. Waterloo Steve in Waterloo. Uh, Steve, how many? What's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How many will Anthony? I I believe in Anthony. He's going to get 12 right today, guys. 12 right. Golly. Okay, hang on, Steve. Yeah, no worries. And Tyson and Roxanna. Tyson, how many will Anthony Stalter get correct? I have all the faith in the world. Two. Two. <laughs> I, I like think that is thinking. wise. Yeah. I like Tyson's thinking. Tyson, you nailed it. <laughs> he didn't go seven. He's like two. Okay. Like a, not even one. <laughs> I don't need a timer for this, but I do need a buzzer. So I'm going to get the buzzer prepared, roll my sleeves up here. Anthony Stalter, do you have faith in yourself here? Oh, man. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I And, and you know what? I have faith in your weirdo listeners. So I'm going to, like, Steve 12, Greg 11, Jared 10. I'm going to. I'm ready Easy. to go here. You got it. Okay, keep track. You're the scorekeeper here, okay. King Scott. I got too many things going on here to count. All right. All right, you ready? Anthony Stalter, where is Arizona State? Arizona State is in Tempe. Tempe, Arizona, uh, the Sun Devils. You are correct. That's one on the board. Okay. What's the score? One is what I've counted. Okay, how about the Mizzou Tigers. Oh, that is in Columbia. Oh, I can't believe you got that one. <laughs> Are on the board with? Uh, let me double check here. Two. Okay, so currently everyone has a chance to win, including Tyson, who had faith <laughs> yeah, in you. Yeah, Tyson. I have, to, I have to run the t- Scott has to run the table now for Tyson to win. <laughs> okay, what about the, uh, let's, let's say Kansas University. 
Kansas is in Lawrence, Kansas. That's, that's right. The Kansas Jayhawks in Lawrence, Kansas. Okay, these seem pretty easy so oh, far, yeah, these King are Scott. super easy. Oh, okay. All right. You had me worried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number four is, uh, what's the score? It is, uh, let me, one, two. Uh, three. Okay. So far, Tyson in the lead. Everybody else has overshot. Let's go with Farley Dickinson University. Oh, wow. Farley. They were, so they were just in the tournament. They pulled off the the 16 uh, Would you like the mascot? upsets. They're the Knights, I believe. Wow. Dang. The in, FDU Knights. You are correct. They are in. They're out east. There's a couple of schools out east. I think they're in Jersey. I think they are. Listen to them working it out. I love this. This is incredible. I think they are. I'm, I'm flipping between two. I'll say Madison, Madison, New Jersey. Madison, New Jersey. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. Hackensack. Hackensack. New ha- Jersey. Hackensack, you had Jersey, Hackensack man. Jersey? Yeah. Congrats. That's close. Ah. That's pretty good, though. I liked uh, watching you work ooh. that out. I got an update. Three correct. Three correct. Yeah. You got to watch on the Michelob Ultra Studio cams, by the way. This is uh, this is fun to watch you think. Number five, how about uh, Howard University? Howard University. They are in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., the Howard University Bisons. That was oh, Washington. there you go. Yeah, it's Washington. not Washington, Scott. Ah. Right. <clears throat> how about the University of Arkansas? This is number six. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, Arkansas is correct. That is the... Razorbacks. Razorbacks, the Hogs. That's right. Oral Roberts University. They are south. They are in. Would you like the mascot? They are the Golden Eagles. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Oral Roberts University Golden Eagles. You are correct. I know they're south. Are they Tulsa? Tulsa's in Tulsa. I think they're in Tulsa. I'll say. I'll say Tulsa. Tulsa, Tulsa Oklahoma yes. is correct. Wow. You are very good at this game. What is the score? Yeah, update? we got six now. We still got a long way to go. Dang. Yes, yes nice we do. Work, okay, man. moving, moving right along. Colgate University. Ah, uh, the old toothpaste. They're out. E- they're out east. <laughs> um, they're in New York somewhere. Would you like the mascot? Colgate is. Are they? There's something with a C. Nope, they are the Raiders, the Colgate Raiders, mm-hmm. Colgate University Raiders. Oh, they're in New York. Um, Maybe I do need a timer here. Maybe I do need a timer. <laughs> uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, New York. Hamilton, New York is correct. <laughs> what the heck? I've never even heard of Hamilton, New York. Oh my gosh, or that college. You are good at this. Yes, you are. The I'm University the- of Tennessee. Knoxville. Knoxville, Tennessee. Smaller schools. I'm having like I'm I'm going through my head with the March Madness. Yeah. Stop. Not that they're playing in their home courts. That's Go right. ahead. Sorry. And they are the volunteers' coolest uh, shade of orange, I think, in yeah. all of college or warmest college sports. Uh, let's go with St. Mary's University. St. Mary's University. Oh, St. Mary's is. Um, they're in Texas. They're in Tech. They're Houston. Are they Houston? Uh, San Antonio. Would you like the mascot? They're the Gales. Nope, they're the Rattlers. St. Mary's? That's what it says here, King Scott. They're the Gales. <laughs> uh, I, I just th- do that. I, I don't research. Unless it's a different St. Mary's. I think I think they're somewhere in Texas. I believe they're in Houston. Houston, Texas. 
San Antonio. Oh, I was uh, between San which, Antonio. Which, which I think you said under your breath I there. I did. Uh, what's the score update? Uh, now, this one is eight. Eight. Uh, wow. How many? Wow. How many You've only go? missed two. So now Tim, Tyler, and uh, Tim and Tyler are, are tied at eight here. Okay, number 11. Let's go with Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon. They are in, they're out west. Oh, that man. would be a strange what name. That for, yeah, that would be a strange name for a Florida Great, Yeah, college. right. Yeah. Uh, they're in Canada. No. Um, <laughs> let's see. They're, oh, they're, they're out in, where's Grand Canyon? <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> I don't know. I know they're, they're, obviously they're out west. So no guess. Hold on. Let me, let me at least, let me at least throw something out there. Um, they in Nevada somewhere? Don't make me, don't make me get the timer. Go ahead, say it. What is it? It's Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. All right, you can bounce back here. Number 12 is the University of Maryland. College Park. College Park. Back on the board. They're Feeling confident. Yeah, we. What about the Florida Atlantic University? Florida Atlantic is in... They're not Orlando, Florida Atlantic. Orlando, that's Central Florida is in Orlando. Florida Atlantic is in Tampa. They're in Tampa. No, they're not in Tampa. That's South Florida. Oh, man. They're Florida the Atlantic. Owls, mm-hmm. or as King Scott has down here, Hooters. The Hooters, yeah. yeah. Jacksonville? They in Jacksonville? No, that doesn't sound right. Florida Atlantic. Going through all the floors. I'm going to say Jacksonville, but I think that's wrong. Jacksonville, Florida. Boca Raton. Boca Raton. All right, how about Ramapo College of New Jersey? They're in Jersey. Oh. Ramapo College of New Jersey. This is uh, uh, Scott Rizzuto's. Oh, is it? Home home college. Yeah. Some college. Some college. Not a graduate. Not a graduate. This is a gimme. They are the mighty roadrunners. I've never even... uh, Outside of Riz, of course, (laughs) I've never heard of it. Piscataway, New Jersey. They are in a town called Mawa. Mawa, New Jersey. All right. It, so com- what do, what it do comes down nine? to this. Ooh, let's see. So what do we have? We got uh, nine right now. Ugh. So if you get this right, Jared's going to win. If you get it wrong, then we have a tie. He has nine right now? Right. Well, Jared's at ten. You're the scorekeeper, Scott. What is the nine. score? We got nine. Okay, so if we have nine. Currently, Tim and Tyler are in the lead. If you get this, Jared wins. If you don't, Tim and Tyler both walk with the prize. Number 15, Anthony Stalter. Where is Hamburger University? I don't know. Hamburger Come on. University. This is a famous place. This is a local college. It is. Uh, this is. Is this McDonald's? Is this seriously? Well, yeah, I mean, it's where they tr- teach their people. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's a real place. <laughs> okay, so, so he, uni- that's why it's so we're, famous. I we're mean, playing a university a game, and he puts Hamburger, Hamburger University. Hamburger University. It's uh, a real place. It is, of course, in. Um, I guess I guess we're looking for the headquarters of McDonald's. Is that where this is? That would be probably. Uh, yeah, that'd be out in California somewhere. Jared that, is going to be so upset with you. For yeah, he is. No. Yeah. Oh my is, goodness. All he's right. in. Uh, yeah, that's in Sacramento, California, of course. Oh, our winners are <laughs> Tim and Brook, by the way. Tim and Tyler. It is in Oak Brook, Illinois. Oh, that for killer. That's <laughs> that's. How King Scott is that last answer? Thank you though for putting that together, You're Anthony welcome. Stalter. That was pretty impressive. Uh, I'm dis- I'm really disappointed. 
That was pretty you did impressive. Great. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm really disappointed. Congratulations to Tim and Tyler for uh, for winning the tickets. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. The Mentalist, you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. That's right, it's The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. King Scott to my left, Anthony Stalter across from me. Let's get to some news. Oh, yeah. We gonna do some news. News sponsored by... Your news, it's sponsored by... (laughs) Martin Jekko Heat and Air... Martin Jekko Heat and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. Uh, some local news here. An emotional plea from the father of a missing St. Charles woman as the search for her intensifies. You guys been seeing this? Yeah, this is wild. Jacqueline Jack Elizabeth Mitchell uh, has been missing for nearly a week. Uh, quote, if anybody knows about Jack and has her, would you please let her come home to her mother and father? There was a break in this case. Uh, over the weekend as Mitchell's cousin found her Nissan Sentra abandoned at an apartment complex in Maryland Heights. Police responded but found no signs of where Mitchell could be. Uh, I would say I don't believe that she drove that vehicle here, said uh, Stephanie. That's Mitchell's sister. Um, she knows nobody in there, she said. She was last seen on Tuesday, March 4th. The Rizzuto Show Whoa. on 105.7 The Point. Sorry about Just in that. case you guys were wondering what you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's an extra button. Yeah. Uh, she was last seen on Tuesday, March 14th. Her family said uh, she went to Maggie O'Brien's in Sunset Hills around 7 p.m. to grab a bite to eat after work. Uh, she works nearby. Surveillance video from a nearby jewelry store shows her uh, in, a, in the parking lot getting into her car alone just before 11.30 p.m. Anybody with any information, please That's contact police. Uh, huh. staying, staying local for a second. Uh, record rainfall in July of 22 was blamed for widespread flooding that caused $30 million in damage and led to 300 homes being condemned in University City. You guys remember this? All those floods last yeah. summer? Super, super nasty flooding. And based on a recommendation from the city's Stormwater Commission, U-City has installed three rain gauges as part of an early warning system. Each gauge is positioned near the river to pair to monitor the amount of water draining into the river, and the devices measure both the total amount of rain over a 24-hour period and the critical rate of rainfall. Quote, when they reach an inch and a half an hour, they automatically send an alert to every police commander, every fire commander that is on or off duty so that an alert can be put out across Code Red to let the people in the area know that there's a potential for flooding in the area. And do you hear how they're going to try to stop it? said Chief Bill Henson. 
is that uh, every cop and fire department, all that stuff, they have tons of sponges now. So they're just going to toss them out no, there. Oh, Scott. Oh, no. No, no. Not a myth. Uh, Jamie being, River. No. That. <laughs> <laughs> Throw Jamie right under the bus. Then. <laughs> Why not? <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> Chief Bill Hinson said the city is urging all residents to uh, sign up for code red alerts to be able to receive flood warnings uh, or other types of warnings as necessary. Uh, season tickets are now on sale for the Muni. 2023 season, seven productions hit the stage from June 12th to August 20th. The shows running this summer are Beautiful, the Carol King musical, Disney's Beauty and the Beast, Chess, West Side Story, Little Shop of Horrors, Rent, and Sister Act. Uh, this year marks the 105th year for the country's oldest and largest outdoor musical theater. Um, you know, I haven't been to uh, the, the Muni in a couple of years, but every time I've been, it's been lovely. I Such love a it. beautiful place. And it just remodeled it. Yeah, it should be pretty nice. You seen a show out there? I haven't seen, I've, I've gone to the Fox a couple of times, but I haven't been out to Forest Park to see, it's to see a show. Fun, man. It's nighttime under sure. the stars. It's and, cool. Yeah. It, yeah I know. I different. think Randy Carricker uh, on on our morning show, he, I think he has season season tickets to the Muni. Good to know. I believe him and his family. Yeah, yeah. saddle up. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they're not, they're not pricey either. Uh, no, and they have the free seats, which is incredible. You can get free seats there up in the cheat and i love doing that if you just want to go for a little bit and you pop in you're like hmm. i'll see what's happening it's, here it's with the fun, snooty people it's a fun scene yeah, i know no, it's awesome i know really. it's one of those things that as a st louis and we like market as a point of pride yeah. but i i don't think as many people that use it as a point of pride go and take advantage of it sure. because it is it is really really it's cool. very rare yeah. you know and what you know what i haven't seen is uh, i still haven't seen little shop of horrors the movie or any of that and my wife i haven't either my wife is such a fan and you know how they talk about how that's such an interactive experience when you go see it in like a live theater? Yep. They do that all the time. I'm assuming it's the same at the live show at the Muni, right? Where it's interactive, imagine. where the crowd yeah. is yelling? I'm, ass I'm assuming so. Uh, here's some good news. I don't know if you've seen the video of the bystander who took down the criminal in New York last Thursday. Some maniac with two guns was running from the cops, and a random guy on the sidewalk got in his way, body-checked the guy straight into a fence, and held him until police caught up. Wow. The guy's being praised for helping the police officers take down the man with a rifle and a handgun before anybody got hurt. Here are the people from the neighborhood talking about how brave the man is for helping out, uh, you know, helping stop the suspect. We got out of the way, so let's uh, commend him for jumping in. Yeah, he definitely deserves a reward. We were scared, you know, if something happened here, it's going to be a big problem. I'm glad I didn't come yesterday. I'm glad this person is gone. Yeah, the suspect Jason Fleming is federal uh, is facing federal gun charges. Um, were you listening to the show yesterday, Stalter? I did. I, I, I caught I caught like the eight o'clock hour. Did you catch the uh, the the conversation about how coffee could kill you? No. So we after we, I just had two cups of coffee. Well, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, stop there. We we heard a story yesterday. We talked about a story that said um, a certain percentage of people have this gene where you can metabolize caffeine mm -hmm. just fine or a certain way. And then the people that don't have the gene should never have more than two cups of coffee. Two cups is it. And it's not about coffee. It's about caffeine. Okay. It's about metabolizing caffeine. We got into the study. If you missed it, check out the podcast from yesterday. But a new study found that a cup of coffee a day could protect you from liver disease. So 
Over two, gonna kill you. Sweet spot is two, apparently. Right. So we have two livers, right? No. After studying the liver scans, blood samples, and coffee habits of 156 adults who are considered uh, obese, and found that a daily coffee could reduce insulin sensitivity, inflammation, and decrease oxidative stress. All things that contribute to fatty liver disease. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease affects between 10 and 20 percent. Of the American population, so apparently the sweet spot is one, one and a half, uh, one and a half, one and a half cu- uh, cups. Now that is if you're not doing that super over the top, mm-hmm. uh, highly caffeinated coffee. Um, but that's Ooh, yeah. that's good news. So Man. yeah, I like one that. Cup. You say this on a day where I had to wake up very early. I've already had two cups. How many do you have a day? I typically only do two. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think you're all right. I think I you're going to slow mine down. I got a four-hour show coming up. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. true. Speaking of coffee, roasting ground coffee retail prices rose as much as 50% between the end of 21 and 2022's fourth quarter. Folgers rose its prices, uh, raised its prices by 50% and saw a 17% reduction in volume sold. Hmm. Dang. The company still made a profit because of the price hike, though. Starbucks rose uh, uh, their coffee prices by 15% as well. The website, Financial Post, says that green coffee prices surged to the highest in 11 years after Frost's sharply reduced production in top grower Brazil. Uh, And one beverage analyst said that he has never seen price increases this large. The U.S. is the world's largest coffee consumer and importer. Yeah. We talked a lot about those uh, Hyundai and uh, Kia thefts, right? Mm-hmm. We uh, were talking about uh, the different stats that have kind of hit them, and um, now they're rolling out software updates to stop all those thefts related to a TikTok challenge that authorities think has led to at least 14 reported crashes and eight fatalities. Mm. The updates are free for millions of vehicles that are missing a key anti-theft device, an issue that was pointed out on social media and led to rampant theft of cars. Did you see this? It was going yeah. around? Teaching people how to... Yes. Which is ridiculous. Just stop touching other people's things. Yeah. But if you're Scott. in the market of a, a Kia or a Hyundai, let me know, because I have like 20 of them. You got right a garage? Now. Dude, just loaded. Yeah. yeah. I've had a just, good season. If, <laughs> doing what? Oh, nothing. No, selling, nothing weird. Selling coffee? <laughs> yeah, selling coffee. Like, why do you... Just stop. Yeah. I, you're, I mean, breaking into people's cars, breaking into people's houses, stealing stuff out of, you know... Stores just walking out. Well, uh, well, it'll end up well, great I, for you. I think it was uh, a, a lot of things that we were seeing where people were stealing those cars and running those into buildings. So they were touching all sorts yeah. of other people's things. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was that was a big issue there. Uh, the software being released updates the theft alarm software logic to extend the length of the alarm sound from thirty seconds to one minute and requires the key to be in the ignition switch to turn the vehicle on. Nice. About 3.8 million Hyundais and 4.5 million Kias are eligible for yeah, this they... software update. Hyundai said updates begin Tuesday uh, for nearly 4 million vehicles beginning with a million model year 2017 to 2020 Elantra, the 2015 to 2019 Sonatas, the 2021 uh, Venue vehicles. Uh, the software upgrade is scheduled to be available for the remaining eligible vehicles by June, so look out for that. Have, have you guys ever had your car broken into? Yes. It's terrible. Yeah. Very, like somebody very frustrating. Was in, I don't know how you guys felt, but for, for me, it was like somebody somebody has been in my car, and that I am furious. Yeah. And uh, 
I don't know if you noticed whenever you got in yours, was it the console open, the glove box open, everything yes. just scattered throughout the yeah. car? Broken glass. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's a pretty intense violation. Man. They yeah. left the, they, it's weird though. They left my, my iPod. They must not have liked my music. Well, that's what was funny with mine is they used one of those, that thing that yes. pokes out the button, you know, and yeah. the, or the lock. And so. Oh, mine was the, the, they, they used something to smash the glass. Oh yeah. So they did that. And then they. I don't like. I had they took my coins. I had maybe Mine too. a dollar and a half, but if they had just looked underneath, because my middle console was as messy. If they would have like lifted up, there was probably like a hundred dollars in cash in there. Whoa! And they didn't take any of that. From they your just, coffee business. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it's from. And uh, they stole none of the CDs. Is back whenever those were cool. Yeah. I had those hidden under my seat. So I guess maybe they're in a rush. I don't know. Probably. You guys done your taxes yet? Yes. Yeah. Nope. Well, you should probably get on that. The IRS is accepting 2022 tax returns, as we know. They have been since uh, late January. The agency is warning that your refund could be smaller this year due to a couple of things. The end of stimulus checks, the enhanced child credit and special pandemic era tax break for charitable de uh, deductions, taxes on investment gains. Financial experts uh, recommend filing electronically this year to avoid the headache of, paper, uh, of, a, of a paper backlog. But they're saying get on it, and don't forget the government is requiring Venmo and other peer-to-peer -peer payment apps to report income for goods and services worth 600 bucks or, or more annually. The general tax deadline is Tuesday, April 18th, so mark that calendar. And if you need an extension, you have to ask for a Form 4868. Uh, I'm confused on that, this, you know, like the uh, uh, Venmo thing and all that, because if you're constantly, you know, you go, you buy dinner or you do this kind of thing and someone sends you money like it's going to look like you have made way more than 600 bucks no it's and not it's not about that necessarily it's a lot of people use those for businesses square venmo cash oh okay okay, okay. so if this is like personal things okay they're no. like, okay. yeah they're all yeah. they're all being it's used like, for man this is frustrating i don't no, know how no. to do this they're all being used for small business and a lot of small business was getting around it by not reporting it it's ah, it's, it's like yeah. a realistic thing it's it's a real thing nobody's trying to you know take your money mm -hmm. paying moon back for uh, food is okay. Your coffee business—that's that's where it's going to get me. Where, yeah, okay. right. And when you start to uh, sell those vehicles that are hidden <laughs> in that garage somewhere, <laughs> that is also something that you're going to have to report, Scott. Yep, yep. And if I can ever afford to go there, I'm going to have an offshore account. It's going to be great. And you know, so then my car business is all fine. And sure, yeah, and all in the up and up. Yeah, and you're good now. <laughs> And finally, in your news, uh, before you hear this and panic, just remember the Keith Richards, uh, Richards is still alive and still kicking and still uh, looking great. Whew. A new study in the Netherlands found that looking old for your age might mean you really are old for your age oh. and could be more prone to certain health issues. I thought you could say it means you're healthier. No, I mean, we, we have a lot of headline who stories and, uh, and, and different stories of, of, of people obviously not in their best moments typically they're uh, mug shots and, and whatever and you see somebody and you go oh my goodness this person's 31 and they look 61 yeah well researchers had volunteers view over 2500 photos of different people and guess how old they were all the people in the photos were between 50 and 90 the team then compared the results to each person's medical records and when somebody looked older than their actual age they were much more likely to have age-related conditions like osteoporosis cataracts and other things of the like the study also tested their thinking skills with similar results people who looked younger than they really were did better on the thinking tests mm. so judge a book by its cover Man. is kind of true here i suppose 
especially if they looked at at least five years, if they looked at least five years younger than their actual age. Boy, that's a double whammy, isn't it? Yeah. Like, not only do you look older for your age, you're also dumber. Man, is what they're saying. <laughs> What's really frustrating is I always get like, man, you, a look, tough blow. you look four years younger than your age. I'm almost there. Yeah. No, yeah, you're good. I, yeah, they're almost there. I'm just four years Scott, younger. Scott, they say really good things about you. <laughs> okay, good. You know, who you, they are, I have no idea. It's so yes. funny. You get, to, you get to a point where um, when somebody says, no, 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 you look your age, that's even insulting. Yes, yeah. it oh, is. Oh, man. Really? I'm trying to look yeah. younger. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah, your teenage years, you're desperate to look as old as possible. Yeah. And then as soon as the 30s come around, you don't really care. And then the 30s start ticking up a little bit, and mm. you're like, well, now i got to start looking it's, uh, younger. New Newton's law, law of physics, Scott. Look, yeah. look it up. Okay. Or don't, because I'm sure it's wrong. Newt. Yeah, Dang. Newt. Newton. People yep. with younger-looking faces were also up to 25% less likely to have those age-related physical issues. Hmm. Uh, that is your news. It is the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Riz is taking it easy in the... Uh, in the beautiful uh, sunlight of, of Mexico right now, I want to thank everybody for, for joining us uh, while we do the show without without Riz. I also want to encourage you to email us over, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. You can hit us on the instant feedback on the Points mobile app. Uh, you can always call us and, of course, watch the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. We are live all week, and I want to encourage you to sign up for the March Music Mayhem. It is back, and we're determining the greatest point fest of all time. We've pitted all the point fests against each other, and it all kicks off tomorrow. Celebrating 30 years of the point and the signature show, Point Fest, which one is the best? Which lineup is the best? And Web Joe has put such a great... Uh, almost a Wikipedia page type thing together for these these Did a matchups very good job. to describe all of the different bands that are, that played the different point fests. The matchups start tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. So get signed up now. Make your picks for the March Music Mayhem, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. Fill out that bracket now at 1057 the point. You're listening to a list show. Yes, happy birthday, Riz. It is the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane, March 21st, a beautiful Tuesday, joined by Anthony Stalter of The Fast Lane and King Scott to my left. Uh, Riz is enjoying Mexico, and I'm happy for him. Let's see if we can check in with him again just to see what's going on. And Riz! Riz! Now, he set, he set the phone down again. Yeah, but he did send me a text, actually. Did he really? Yeah, let me try to... Uh, it's all in Spanish. I don't yeah. know. Can't read it. <laughs> I think, it's a good, I think it's a good sign that we haven't heard too much from him. Uh, uh, always, as always, go ahead and watch us on the uh, Michelob Ultra Studio cams. You can get a hold of us. Email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, follow us on our socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. And, of course, your instant feedback on the Points mobile app. It's darn near a texter. Let's do some sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit victorymenshealth.com. Stand! Anthony Stalter coming at you with the sports report. All right, so, Moon, you had said that you guys didn't do sports yesterday. Now we didn't get time, and it was such a big weekend. It was, so let's go back to the weekend of sports. St. Louis City SC became the first MLS expansion team in league history to win its first four games. Zhao Klaus scored his team-leading third goal of the season so as cool. they take down the San Jose Earthquakes 3-0. Have you noticed that Great St. Louis sports from baseball, whatever you're playing. Seems like we always have crazy, neat records in history immediately and just unique stuff always happening to us. We have the record-breaking thing with the Battle Hawks. We have this thing. 
You know, like all these ups and downs. And yeah. We just have fun stuff always here. We are a sports town. We are blessed. Through through. It's really fun to watch the MLS Network, who's, who, I mean, the only mention that City got prior to was, hey, here's the expansion team. Right. We have them dead last for the end of the year. Sure. Here's our predictions. And that was pretty much it. Two games in, though, everybody's kind of starting to mention. And then now it's like, we're all City fans. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really fun, though. It, that is kind of the natural progression of sports sometimes, right? You write off you write off the expansion team or you write off the underdog until they become a story and then everybody wants to hop on that story. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it though. That it, it's it's fun. It's exciting. Because when exciting. I was a kid it was uh Kansas City Chiefs and then the Rams came to St. Louis, so I became a diehard Rams guy. Right. And they left, so I'm like, I don't really care. And then the Chiefs start winning, so all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I, I like the I Chiefs like the again. Chiefs. Yeah, I, Patrick Mahomes, I knew at <laughs> yeah. Texas Tech he was going to be awesome. I did. Uh, but no, so congratulations to City SC. They they set uh, the MLS expansion team. They make history. Absolute, Four straight wins. Absolute history. The WBC, gentlemen, we have the final matchup. It yeah. will be USA versus Japan. That was a wow. big uh, switcheroo, wasn't it? Was that what you projected? Well, Japan. So when this when is the US, World Baseball Classic. Yeah, this yeah. is the World Baseball Classic. Okay, so oh, real, real quick before you, you jump into this, I'm a big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. I love the Cardinals. I grew up. I got a Cardinals tattoo. My mom's the biggest. Mama Moon's the biggest Cardinals fan on earth. What is the World Baseball Classic? Is this the World Cup? How how often does it happen? Like, can you give me some details? Because I'm not I'm not the only one that somewhat knows what the heck this is, but really doesn't. So when it comes to the, the WBC, and we, we get this question a lot because it when, when people are looking at the U.S. team, the U.S. team this year, from an offensive standpoint, is absolutely stacked. Ridiculous. I mean, the, the and lineup. Cardinals players too, right? Yeah, the, Arnado, Arnado is on the, the U.S. team. Goldschmidt is on the U.S. team. They're, they're part of an offense that also features, like, Mike Trout of the Angels. <laughs> not even fair. Mookie Betts of the Dodger. I mean, they're, they're stacked one through nine. The pitching, they've got, they do have Wayno and Michaelis, but they don't have the top-end pitcher. They don't have, like, Scherzer. They don't have Verlander. Why? They don't have, injury so, stuff? Injury worries? A lot of guys, they don't want to risk getting injured. A lot of mm-hmm. guys also want to prepare for the upcoming season. And if they get out, athletes are routine-based. They don't want to get out of that routine of spring training, so they'll bypass on on playing the WBC. Other countries, though, like Japan, Japan is the only team that has won it twice. They won in 06 and they won in 09. So Japan's kind of the powerhouse. When you get other other countries, this is their they're kind of this this is this is it. So when you ask, like, is it kind of like the World's Cup? To other countries, it is for for the U.S. The players who do play for the, the U.S. team, they take great pride in it. But you're not necessarily getting all of the top end pitchers. Okay, right. Yeah. But but how often does this happen? How many every years? every three to four years. Okay, so it is World Cuppy in that sense. Yes, it may it not is. be it's viewed not every in the year. same way. But this is a nation versus nation. Correct. Everybody's in it. They're, I'm assuming there's some tournament play that yes. we've been watching the last couple of years to get into these pool play right. things. Like, so, so okay. it is it is similar to the World Cup in that that fashion. Like uh, the, the Japan won in 06, they won in 09. Then it, the the next one was 13, 17. So it was spaced out three years. Now it's been four. Uh, this is the first WBC since 2017, though. Whoa! Oh, because of 2020 stuff. Yes. Okay. So tell me some results. We got the U.S. versus Japan. Japan. A lot of Cardinals players repping. So Japan walked it off last night. Two that was runs exciting. in the bottom of the ninth. Unfortunately for Cardinals fans, 
two Cardinals relievers, a little shaky last night for Team Mexico, including Giovanni Gallegos, uh, who took the loss. As again, the he gave up two he gave up two runs I in the didn't ninth. Realize he was pitching. He was the, he was the losing pitcher last night for Team Mexico. That's Shohei Otani, pretty good at baseball. He seems like he knows what he's doing. He do, he doubles to set things up for Team Japan. Winds up scoring the game tying run and also uh, the the Shohei Otani didn't score the game winning run. He scored the game game tying run and Team Japan advanced again with a walk off last night. So tonight at six o'clock. U.S. versus Japan in the WBC Championship. This is it. This is it. This is the final. Yes. Lars Nupar plays for Team Japan. He's the leadoff. He's leadoff for them, and he and he uh, plays center field. I don't so know if you're if looking I, for the, some Cardinals. I don't you'll know if I, I missed you saying it. Where, where is this played? Miami. Okay. At Lone Depot Park, so we're the Marlins. And I love all the pictures of Newt Barr and uh, Edmund, Shohei. like with Shohei. You know, because they were all just I don't know. All the Cardinal guys are working their tail off. It They're, seems like to bring him here. And oh yeah, yeah. I'm to, like, right? come on, man. So what Scott's referring in. to, Sho- Shohei Otani is a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, the and he is the man. Yes. So the dual player, somebody that pitches and and hits, he's he's incredible. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best player in baseball right now. So if Lars Newbar can recruit Shohei doing the pepper grinder to St. Louis, I think the Cardinals will be pretty yeah. pretty good shape. And Tommy was working on him as well. So. Yeah, Tommy Edmond yeah. was playing for Team Korea. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Cardinals representing the WBC. So that's so again the final tonight, US versus Team Japan. That's your WBC update. The Battlehawks unfortunately lost on Saturday night. They have two losses on the year, both to the DC defenders. DC ran all over them at the Battle Dome on Saturday night. So that was that was certainly unfortunate. It was 28-20 final. Uh Battlehawks had the ball with an opportunity to come back, but AJ McCarron, the quarterback, threw an interception. Oh, <sighs> bummer. So it was, I mean, because I it, I was following along on Twitter, and it seemed like there was some comeback possibilities. Yes, they they. I mean, DC kind of took it to them for the first couple of quarters, but the BattleHawks again, they had the opportunity of the ball. They had the ball with, uh, I think, like a minute and a half left, down eight, and the BattleHawks have had an op- the, uh, several several times they've come back in games this yeah. year, but they couldn't do it on Saturday night. Joel Hofer. The emergency goaltender for the Blues stepped in on Sunday with the suspension to Jordan Bennington. Bennington was suspended two games for kind of igniting a, a fight, non-fight with the Minnesota Wild last week. So Joel Hofer, he, he, he saves 33 shots, or, or 33 saves he, he made. He turns aside 33 shots in the Blues 3-0 win on Sunday. Would have gotten the shutout, but unfortunately he had to come out briefly in the second period. He left the ice to get his his skate checked out. Thomas Grice made one save in his absence. So Joel Hofer doesn't technically get get the shutout. I believe it's a combined shutout Uh. with him and Thomas Grice. But the 22-year-old has now won two straight starts for the Blues since being called up last Thursday. He he has faced 67 shots in his two games. He has saved 65 of them. Unfortunately, he's had a work. And how do you spell his last name? Hofer H. O F E R. So is this nickname going to be Hall of Famer? Probably. Yeah. It has to be, right? <laughs> I'm sure. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you now can call him the Hall of Famer. All right, I will. So That's the Hall of Famer right there. Mm-hmm. Blues in action again tonight, uh, and we'll see. We'll see if they if they wind up keeping him. They'd have to keep three goaltenders, which is not that unusual that late in the year. Uh, but maybe the 22 year old will, will get another shot in net. Blues will host the Red Wings tonight at seven o'clock at Enterprise. Very That's cool. your sports. You got a catchphrase or anything? You got to have a catchphrase to, to get out of sports. 
Um, you know, like, who yeah, do you think you are? I am. Or uh, Everybody uh, does the boom goes a dynamite. I don't think I should do that one. Yeah. It's, well, didn't you come up with one the other day? That was yeah, I had just, one. Uh, oh, yeah, with the... Uh, yeah, with that home run, like, something like that. Like with that home run, <laughs> oh, we can. God. Oh yeah, it's King Scott, and this is sports. And with that home run, we can call it a game. Oh goodness! The cool, Rizzuto though. Show. Yeah, Traffic and weather. It's catching up. Yeah, I don't know, man. It should be. And this is Scott, and that's your sports. And. Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm a black dude. You're listening to my favorite white guy. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you bitch. Woo! It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. I'm joined by Fast Lane member Anthony Stalter, our opponent for most of the season, but you're, you're a friend today. Oh, come on. Oh, okay. And King Scott to my left. Uh, Riz is hey, in hey. Mexico for all of the, that have been asking. Thank you for uh, all your support over these last few days. It's been a lot of fun. It's a, It's been a heck of an adjustment, obviously, over here with... Uh, jumping into the captain's chair, but I appreciate all the You're doing great, man. The encouragement and the yes. positive feedback. Thank you very much. At, at Rizz Show, I am at Moon Valjean here. Uh, we got at King Scott Rules over here. Mm-hmm. And Stalter, what's your what's your? It's uh, it's tag? easy. At Anthony Stalter. Apparently, there's not another Anthony Stalter that was on Twitter at the time. Oh, so that, that, that makes it easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are running crazy behind, uh, but you can always get a hold of us. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. And then your instant feedback, that little button there on the Point Mobile app. We are getting all of your uh, your messages, your information. We very much appreciate you. So uh, we have a little bit of time to throw in some emails. Emails are brought to you by? Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new, new mailbox.com. Very cool. Hey, uh, the other day we were talking about these grill brushes. You grill at all? Yeah, it's almost, oh yeah I love it's grill. Al- it's almost grill yeah. season. Yeah. And we were talking about some of those those wire brushes yeah. and some of the difficulty with uh, the cheaper ones, right? Uh-huh. And have the you heard about that? Breaking off. Breaking off, yes. getting into people's meals. Yeah. I think there was a report of a uh, a young kid eating a hamburger and getting one lodged and oh, had it surgically no. removed. Well, here's one. Catching up on the podcast, and you guys were talking about the grill brush wires coming off and getting in the food. I am a welder, and I use nothing but welding wire brushes on my grill. Mm. They are heavy duty, and they do not break down and can be found at any hardware store like Home Depot and Lowe's in the welding section. That's from Anthony. I don't even know what a welding wire brush is. I don't either. I'm, I, I, I'm literally looking this up right now, but okay. I, see. I might use that for a toothbrush if it doesn't break down. Yeah. <laughs> Get the, the, get the plaque out of it. <laughs> thanks for the heads up, Anthony. Uh, here's another one. Longtime listener, first time listener to Moon's band, Greek Fire. I know Greek Fire songs. Uh, if this is the end. By the way, I did not put this in there. This is Riz's list of, of emails here. So I'm not just trying to toot the horn here. Uh, on, I know on a toot Tuesday. Yeah, I know a Greek Fire song, If This Is The End, is an older song, but I just listened to it for the first time as a suggestion from a friend who lives in Minnesota. I'm thankful to have not battled what Johnny has had to battle, but just wanted to, Moon to know this song hit home for me as I'm battling depression from PTSD and music is my big escape. Just wanting him to know I truly appreciate his music and everything Greek Fire does because the song opened up my world to his music and it has been a true uh, true uplifting to me. Huge thanks, Moon, Riz, and also King Scott. Three out of five stars. Keep it up, boys. John. That's awesome. That's Thank a great you, John. email. Yeah, yeah that, that's, um, that's incredible. It's It's... Very surreal to me that I'm able to do anything to uh, to be positive, and and that's my goal with that band. That's our goal has been since day one is 
uh, is to explore all the emotions, everything that we go through, and try to uh, try to find the light in all of it. Does I, does anything else do that besides music? Because I feel like when when you listen to certain bands or songs at a, in a chapter of your life, and it really hits home for you, there's there's no other feeling than that. Yeah, it's pretty special. And you know what? I I just did this interview um, for this gal in high school who's doing this really cool. Uh, project on rock music and asked me why I like rock music so much. And I think it's because it's one of the few, you know, music is language to me. And I think um, rock music in particular, at least in my experiences, has been one of those few genres that can, it's, it's, everything can be covered. You know, you have one era that's all about glam and jokey yep. and it's like real, uh, you know, um, almost cartoony and it's fun, right? Rock and roll can be fun. And it can be like super political and CCR and that kind of stuff, like statement driven. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be like a real vehicle for that, a vehicle for change. It can represent like angst and all the teenage stuff that we listen to, sure. you know, like real anger. But then it can get super early 2000s and, and lovey-dovey and, and like it can, it can really, it's one of the few things that I think branches everywhere and can cover every single bit of emotion yeah. and not be cheesy in any way. And, and to, you know, if you're trying to get like hyped up or something, you're, you're, you're working out. I mean, it could, it, you could just listen to like the, the, the raw, uh, energy to it and not necessarily concern yourself with like the lyrics or whatever. Yeah. I, you're right. It could kind of span, it can span anything. Cause there's a couple songs I just learned about recently totally different meaning whatever I thought but I was you know my whole life just having a great time thought they were happy fun songs and turns out they are neither one very happy songs right and I think yeah. rock music allows it's like fun. it's it's the yeah. bed for that language yeah. that allows anything to be spoken about I've done that I've done that too where I you know I'll just be singing I, I don't necessarily sometimes I don't pay attention to the lyrics at times and I'll just be listening to kind of you know the riffs or the I love drums uh, and and just the be in all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, geez, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, this King, singer is depressed. That's King Scott was actually talking about um, the impression that I get yes. from Mighty Mighty Boston. And the oh, one okay. we just played, Jump Right In. Well, we haven't played it yet, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we haven't played it yet. <laughs> All the T's in the radio. Yeah, that's what that's, I was that's doing. That's yeah. uh, um, Never mind what I just said. Back to the emails. I don't know if you were listening to last, I think it was last week we talked about, Riz found this study where um, any mammal over a certain, uh, a certain weight, which was like, I don't know, 16 pounds, 27 pounds, like a small mammal, any mammal over is supposed to go pee for 21 seconds. That's a healthy duration. Really? That's right. And that uh, anything over meant you were holding it too long. Anything under meant maybe something was going on. Mm -hmm. Well, here's an email. Has anybody else been counting the seconds they pee <laughs> since Riz announced yeah. the study a few weeks back? <laughs> Every time I walk into the bathroom and sit, I begin counting and think, oh, no, that was only 15 seconds. I went too soon. Wow. Thanks, Riz, for keeping us healthy. Man. It's Samantha. Thank you for the email, Samantha. Thank you, everybody. TJ Miller from the Emoji Movie, the star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! It is The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Riz is in Mexico, and for the life of me, I, I give up. I give up. I'm I've been looking for the food news button because I want to do some food news here to, uh, to to wrap up the show a little bit, but I can't find it. I can I can find it here, but I can't find it there. The way this dude has yeah. this system, it's wild. You, it's just wild. Push don't know. I'm not. You don't want me to push. <laughs> no, no, you I can figured that was it. You can definitely use the buttons too much. 
but uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. We'll, we'll do some food news here and start off with this. Yet another TikTok thing. Oh, boy. And uh, there's a new food trend growing on TikTok with a, it's a pickle, okay? A pickle <laughs> wrapped inside of melted, crunchy cheese. Here is okay. the, uh, here's the TikToker. That sounds wonderful. Uh, talking about it. Weird pickles in a blanket. Let's see this. We're going to take a slice of cheese. Um, I got provolone. I suggest provolone and mozzarella. Put it on your pan. Oh, it's starting to get nice and melty and it's fizzling. Take a pickle and just plop it in the middle of the slice of cheese, all right? So now the cheese has gotten a little golden and a little bit hard, like a crust almost. I'm going to like fold it over and make, wrap it around the pickle. Maybe a little taquito. There you have it. So beautiful. So good. Can you have crunch? I don't care if anyone says this is gross. Eating gravel. That's gravel, I think. Anybody into trying that? I'm down. It doesn't sound that bad. No, it sounds really good, but that crunch doesn't sound good. If you wrap most most things in deep fried cheese, I think you're gonna you're gonna turn yeah. out okay. I love cheese. Cheese. I haven't met a cheese that I'm not friends with. I truly love cheese, even the bad ones that people don't like. You mm-hmm. know, the blue cheeses and all that. I just love cheese, but. I'm not, and I love a pickle. I I love a solid pickle, man. There's nothing better than just like a really crispy, cold pickle. And I'm real brand specific too. You know, my wife will will try a new brand, and sometimes it hits the mark, and sometimes it just sits in the fridge for months. (laughs) (laughs) Not, I'm not, I'm not into it. But uh, so you don't, you don't ever uh, like on a sandwich. You know, you throw the pickles, you have the cheese, you have everything on it. You don't go for that ever. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And off those trays. Sorry, the trays. You know, you put the pickle, the cheese, and all those, and just eat them together. Yeah, but I like a, I like a cold, I like a cold. If I'm just eating a pickle, I like a cold pickle. I'm not sure I want hot cheese around it. Okay, I'll try you, it though. I bet you it's good. Because oh, like yeah. Scott, Scott's going. You're you're almost going down the path of you, you know it's like that warm like like the warm sandwich like the hot sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's still yummy, man. I, I see the pickle, that. The pickle can make it sometimes, but yeah. yeah, a little cheese pickle. If anybody's tried that, tweet us and and let us know your review of it. Uh, did you see the thing where they were hollowing out the pickles and putting hot dogs in the center? So you almost use a no. pickle, like a fat pickle, as a bun. No, I'm out on that. Why? I'm sure it tastes fine. I'm uh-huh. just. It sounds no. kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, dude, I was the guy that didn't try relish because um, I thought it was something else. I thought it. I thought it tasted like something else. Um, I had never tried it, assuming that that weird bright green. Because I'd always seen those ones that are like neon, look yeah. like they come from Double Dare or something. <laughs> right. And I didn't want to try that. Just didn't look attractive. But man, just pickled relish. Yeah, it's just cut up pickles, right? Yes, that's essentially what it is. I had no idea, but I think it's because when I first smelled it, it was one of those that was super sweet, smelled like sugar. Yeah, and I don't want I don't want a cupcake on my hot dog. Are you, know you I mean? are you more uh, salty or sweet? Uh, it depends on the moment. I mean, if if it if it's cookies, I mean, I, I do like salt on some cookies, but I'm a, a sucker for a chocolate chip cookie. Me I, too. I just oh, dude, and totally don't, love it. And don't put your damn nuts in it. Okay, I, I agree. Sorry. I agree. <laughs> we've we've been over this, Scott. Oh, keep man. your nuts out of brownies and keep your nuts out of cookies. <laughs> I agree. A, wa- a traditional standard chocolate chip cookie. I'm I'm warming up right to on. it. Oh, there's a. We just got one over from Casey, and uh, she said, "I've seen people eating pickles wrapped in fruit roll up on TikTok." No, come on. That's, That's now we're getting crazy. Yeah, now yeah, we're just not being, yummy. Yeah. Now we're just being excessive for attention. Uh, speaking of cold, what the. Uh, when it comes to leftovers, some people are fine with eating things straight out of the fridge. Others need to reheat everything uh, that, you know, was originally served hot. This, the classic example, obviously, is pizza, yeah. but not everybody likes cold pizza. A new poll asked people which leftovers they'd eat straight out of the fridge. 
and I do have the results. I have the top 19 of what people would eat straight out of the fridge. Number one, clearly, pizza. Right. 83% said, yes, of course, I would eat that cold. What else? Chinese food. Chinese food? Uh, you're oh, going to have yeah. to be more specific. Be more specific, please. Lo mein noodles. Uh, no, noodles are not on there, but uh, fried rice. Fried rice. Fried okay. rice is number eight. 40% say they would eat it cold. Uh, also, number nine, orange chicken. 40% yeah. say okay. that they would that eat that cold. That stuff is so good the day after. Mm. Dude, my son uh, my son is hugely into all sorts of different Asian cuisines, but he's like, hey, will, will you please take me to Panda Express? Please take me to Really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, that's not, it's like, you know, like our version. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, but I, I love it. I said, okay, cool, we'll go get some orange chicken. He had never had orange chicken. Really? No. I was like, wow. that's number one on the menu, dude. That's like what, yeah. that's what everybody, like, that's the starter food. Gen- general Yeah, sales. you got to move the general after that. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, he Ooh. went to, he went teriyaki. He said he had okay. always yeah. gone teriyaki, and he like said teriyaki. he was nervous about the orange chicken. He thought that was way too weird. Really? So I made him get it, and he loved I'm it. sure he did. Fell in Man. love with it. What All else? Right. What else is on the list? Um, I'm trying to think what else. I guess maybe. Like what? 19. Would a hamburger possibly be on there, or just hamburger patty? I think a hamburger could. That's quick eat. You're yeah. in a hurry. You're just like, this is stuff in my face. Well, well, I don't know about no? that. No, it's not my no, favorite. It's not on the list. Trying to think. Nine, there's 19 on this list. 19 on this list. The bottom one is 8%. Lasagna. So I mean, it's it's it spans the the horizon here. Lasagna number 11. 35% say they would eat it cold. That's one twice. I'm not sure I've ever done huh. that, but I would totally do that. I think leftover lasagna is better than when it is original. Yeah. Uh, what about? Oh man, I was thinking of something something that chili. I wouldn't have chili cold. Like chili, it's gonna be. Good. But the idea of like letting it sit overnight and then heating it up. But yeah. I don't think chili cold would be good. Well. I will say, I have done the chili cold, and it's great. As long as you're not melting cheese in it, you can do it cold, and it tastes great. Chili is number 18 on here. Really? 17% Fantastic. say they eat it cold. What about jambalaya? Jambalaya, jambalaya. Mm, not on the list. That's pretty good That's stuff. another thing that, that would mix up. Yeah. Um, the grossest one is number 13, and we just talked about sticking it in a pickle. Oh, hot dogs. Hot, dog. hot dogs. 33% say they would eat them cold. I've eaten those cold a bazillion times in my lifetime. Really? Yeah, college, stuff know, like man. that where you just... I've done a hamburger, like, real quick. Yeah. You know, you're running out the door. You you made... You, you, you barbecued the day before. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm just going to... Throw a pickle. It's uh, not for me, guys. Hold yeah. them together and just run out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've done that me. too many times. Number seven is a food that I don't eat uh, typically because I don't, I, don't like, I don't like sticky fingers. I don't, I don't like having things on my fingers. Chicken wings? Yes, br- okay. uh, buffalo wings specifically. Forty-two percent say they eat them cold all the time. Oh, what about like uh, like sushi? Sushi? Oh, mm. No, they didn't make the list because typically th- these are all things that are heated up originally. Okay. And th- or or you know cooked originally and then. How about shepherd's pie? Shepherd's pie, new. Mm. But mashed potatoes, number 17. I'll, okay. I'll just count that. Yeah, they're cousins. Twenty-eight percent say they eat that cold all the time. Number sixteen is Brussels sprouts, which. Yeah, good. yeah. Twenty nine percent. So you're going for those two, then just regular turkey or chicken. I'll tell like you, what, fried chicken's got to be number one. Fried chicken is number two. Oh, oh darn go. it! Yeah, well, pizza's number one. Remember, pizza's oh yeah, that's right, one, that's right. Fried right. chicken number two. Sixty percent say they eat it cold all the time. Number three is uh, like a Mexican standard. Burrito. Tacos. Quesadillas. Quesadillas. <laughs> <laughs> we, circled, we circled the cup there. Fifty eight percent say they eat them cold all the time. Number four is. Um, uh, my wife, Kristen, texted. She said pasta cold equals good. So is there a pasta dish? Besides lasagna, no. No? Oh, no really? spaghetti. Spaghetti's awesome. Mm, no, 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 no. Hmm. Number four is bacon. 55% say they eat it cold oh, all yeah. the time. Number okay. five, also breakfast food. 
Eggs. Pancakes. Pancakes. 51% say they eat really? them cold. Let's see. Then waffles. Number 10, I, I do this, and every time it's a letdown, and I don't know how they would make it this list, 36% say they eat french fries cold all the time. No, I can't do. No. I can't do french fries cold. And you, you can't reheat them, but you can, can re-air fry them. Yeah, air fry. I was about to say. I do that with pizza. Well, I do that with pizza, too. Like, I don't mind cold pizza, but if I, if, if I got the air fryer going, I'd, I'd rather put it in the air fryer. Yeah. Yeah, but is your air fryer going all the time? What do you No, think? I just mean I just mean like if I if I have the option to use like if I'm not running out real yeah. quick or it's not, you know, if I if I have it. I know I said that weird. I'm like if it's running. Pizza's it's just the in. pizza's the go-to if I'm in a rush. So if it's not microwaved or cold, I'm not going to spend the time doing an air fryer. If I am, I'm going to put some ravs in there or something else. My stomach just started growling, so this is yeah, not I'm helping sorry. me right I'm now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. We didn't do this at, at like 6.05. Thank God, man. Number 12, again, something I don't touch. Don't want it on my fingers. This is the this is my this is my nightmare. Oh, ribs. That's right. Barbecue ribs. My nightmare. Thirty five percent would eat them cold all the time. Uh, number four. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? You did say burgers. Cheeseburgers is is number fourteen. That's, that makes sense. All right. Thirty three percent. Fifteen is mac and cheese. Okay. Uh, yeah. that, well, pasta. that would be kind of pasta. Yeah, that would fall into the pasta yeah, category. That's, that's a noodle. Not too bad. And that's some food news for you. That's how Riz says it. A noodle. I like a pasta. <laughs> some food news for you. The Rizzuto Show. That's it for us. What a show. Holy smokes, we went a few minutes over. I apologize, Donnie Fandango. He is up next, though. Uh, again, thank you to Anthony Stalter for, for joining us today. Love you guys. Huge. Thank you so much for having me. That was Great. so much fun. Man. I love hearing uh, behind-the-scenes stuff about being a sports broadcaster. That really is interesting to me. Yeah, it was interesting to learn uh, the stuff about Jamie Rivers. I didn't know. Uh, thank you, King Great. Scott. Riz yeah. is on vacation. It's the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, let's do this one last thing. Don't forget to sign up to be the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit Hot Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Give me the give me the blog and podcast quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. You're supposed to do the, uh, the anyways. Oh, I got it's, the, the, it's the Pappy's Smokehouse, uh, <laughs> Pappy's Recappy, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and the Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Sorry, Scott, go ahead. No worries. Yeah, we're uh, walking a little less than we did before the pandemic, so it's time to get out there and move and also have some coffee or not having it, but don't have too much. Because if you uh, have the right amount, whatever that magic number is, it's going to lower your uh, risk of liver disease. So there's some great information on that there. Awesome. Plus, What's the podcast title? His podcast title is... I feel like Riz. Got to get out of here. Yeah, Got to get out of here. here. All right. Stop touching other people's things. Oh, that's a great That's a great PSA. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that one, uh, Anthony Stalker. <laughs> you got it. Uh, thanks for everybody for the support. Make sure you email us and follow us on our, our, our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. The team Riz member of the day today is Sean Butler. Yes, the Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.